Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. Today's Rich Show podcast is brought to you by Jameson Cask Mates, IPA and Stout Edition. Try them both and get your drinking buddies together with a beer and a shot. Jameson Cask Mates. Rizzuto. 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 Chewy, just a little. All right. Appreciate it. Hey, no problem, man. Does not go unnoticed. <laughs> I like, uh, Jeff said, got caught in the rain yesterday again. Sure did. Do you not have the, uh, the weather, the there's, weather app? There's, from what I heard, there's an app on phones that can tell you if it's going to rain. <laughs> well, I mean, I was, uh, at my guitar lesson yesterday, you know, just friends. Which is probably what caused the heavens to open up, I'd imagine. And I got out, and it was crazy. I mean, it was crazy driving. I was on Manchester going 10 miles an hour and couldn't see anything. Sounds like me on 109 about 7.15. Well, when you see lightning and you hear the thunder exactly at the same time. Oh, yeah. The storm oh, is upon you. Yeah. <laughs> what was the old the old thing? I don't know if it was true or not, but if when you see uh, lightning... brown, then, flush it down. That's, that's not it. it. Yeah. <laughs> when you see lightning, you're supposed to do like 1-1,000, one, 2-1,000, one, 3-1,000, and then when it when the thunder hits, that's how far away the yeah, storm yeah, is? Yeah, something like that. Like in miles? I thought something. it was just the angels bowling. Now, that's, that's think, not it either. I think every second is a tenth of a mile. But when you see the lightning and boom... Instantaneously. Yeah, here you are. You're in the eye. Thunder. We are yeah. there. I was standing under a tree and I just decided to leave my motorcycle helmet on, you know, just in case a limb fell mm-hmm. or something. I thought it was pretty smart. Just standing there in the pouring rain. Under I a tree? No, yeah, under a tree. That's, that's where they were. 
They also recommend you holding an umbrella. I had a one iron, too. I brought my golf clubs with me, held a one iron up in the air. (laughs) And I was literally just standing there underneath the tree. The thunderstorm's coming. Where's my kite with the key at the end? (laughs) (laughs) Me got any golf clubs I could swing around. I mean, it was beautiful (laughs) when I left, and then it just turned to crap. Yeah, well, you didn't look at the uh, the old uh, weather map? I did. I did. It said, look at that. Nice. Oh my! We need to post that picture, that. please. What God. is that? <laughs> As that's you under a tree in the, just in the thunderstorm. Under a tree. There's, there's the bike about an eighth of a mile it's behind just me. Pouring down rain. He's got a helmet on. Pouring down rain. <laughs> Those okay. are good umbrellas. This is when I fell. Ready? Gone. That Where's your gone. car? It was in my. It was in my driveway at home. I was on. Oh, was, you were on your motorcycle. Yeah. Sorry, I was out on a on a ride. He wears his helmet in his car. I don't know, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> Safety first, Jeff. Yep, right. Oh, <laughs> I crash helmet. There's nothing. My airbags don't work anymore. I just gotta wear the helmet. There's nothing better than being on 109. It's you know six something in the afternoon, pouring rain with your flashers on, and about seven cars lined up yeah. behind you, going, "Hey, idiot! You got a weather yeah, app?" Look at the moron with the with the motorcycle. Yeah, a couple of times I had to pull over and just let people go by me. So you did. So you did look. On your weather app. Oh, yeah. Next time, yeah. I'll, I'll take a uh, screenshot. It said till 9 p.m. Are you sure you 0%. were in the St. Louis area? St. Louis? <laughs> I thought it was San Luis Obispo. Uh, yes. No? <laughs> no, Jeff. The weather's different there. Oh. I thought it was the same everywhere. I thought we were all united. Well, it took me normally what would be like a 30-minute drive. Like 45 minutes, almost an hour to get home. Wow. Well, Yesterday. It, Maybe this brings up a, a, a thing. I use the I use Weatherbug is what I use. Is that I heard the Weather Channel app is not the greatest because they don't have the most updated technology. That's blah, what blah, I blah. use. That's what Glenn Zimmerman told me a few years ago. What does he know? Exactly. So I don't. Maybe I need a better weather app. What's a good I weather use, app? Uh, I use the Weather Channel. I do too. Uh, whatever whatever's on my phone is what I use. Whatever's mm-hmm. like put on there. I, I do they do they have that on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Weather Channel's app is on well, is on the phone? It's it's weather, but in the corner here it says the Weather Channel. Oh, yeah, I have the Weather Channel app. I, I don't see why you need both, and this is powered by the Weather Channel. Maybe that's a little more in-depth. I think you get a little more info here. I got a button I can click and go right to it. I also have uh, AccuWeather and Storm, but I only, I only use uh, the weather. See, my app is Steve's Weather app. Is that bad? <laughs> Steve's Discount Weather app? <laughs> see, like, see, like, okay... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. this one's totally free, man. According to the iPhone, according to the iPhone weather uh, weather disc. app here, it's raining now. It's going to clear up in about an hour, and then we're looking at chances of rain again at between four and five o'clock. Well, and my whole overnight. thing is, mine says a possibility of snow. Is that the wrong Correct. city? Steve saying snow, huh? Yeah. I use uh, the Weather Channel app because uh, that's all they do is weather. So I figured they might as well. They don't do sports. They might be good at it. They don't do sports at all? No. Like, I don't use my ESPN app for the weather. See, now you're just uh, making fun of me. Bragger. Well, I got home and famished. Famished. I said to my wife, uh, what'd you make the kids? She goes, oh, we had hot dogs. And I was like, ah, oh. hot dogs. Not the biggest fan. I said, all right, let me, uh, let me grill myself up two hot dogs. What kind? You know, I'm a snob when it comes to hot dogs. Yeah, you are. I'm only uh, really Hebrew nationals. I'll do the Nathans on rare occasion. 
But you won't be happy you, about it. You just brought up something that's uh, that I'd like to ask you about. Or sabrettes, I do, but that's that's pretty much an East Coast thing. So yep. you said that you came home, dinner had already been prepared. It was just you, and you busted out the grill for two. No, hot no, dogs? I, I I was gonna say I didn't bust out the grill. Okay, I was gonna say I was like, I grilled, man. I grilled stovetop. Okay, I was like, I really oh, do man. enjoy. I, I do. Question too, I stovetop grilled. I do enjoy like grilling all the time, but when it comes, like, if it's just me. Okay, and I come home and I want a hamburger. I'm not going to grill it for two hot dogs. It's not worth getting out. The you know, grill. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I'm throwing. I'm gonna throw something out here in a second. Go ahead. Just so, just a couple of hot dogs, and what else did you have? Did you have any sort of sides or anything? No, it was just the hot dogs. Two hot dogs. Okay, just the hot dogs, just you, and you cooked them up real quick, and you just sat down and ate. Did you do paper plates or did you do real plate? Real plate. Hmm. Not even a question. See, in my opinion, that's that screams paper plate. Why? It, 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 scre- it yells Why? it from the mountaintops. Yeah, it does. I that's what I was going to say. That mountaintops. Nah, I disagree. Because it's just a couple of hot dogs, and it's going to take you five minutes to eat it. Why dirty a dish? Well, first of all, if you're going to have, I don't. I'm not cleaning the dish. The dishwasher cleans the dish. But you still have to put it in there. It's two hot dogs. Why would I throw out a paper plate? Why would I waste a paper plate? Well, I mean, plate? honestly, if I was doing two hot dogs, I wouldn't even use a paper plate. I'd probably just put it in a uh, paper towel. I have a device that washes the dishes for me. <laughs> I, and I, I just listen. insert it into the machine, close the door. I, again, magically. I am on, I am on the, the... I think there are like elves in there that scrub them. I don't, I'm know. On, I don't know how it works. We all know that I am on Team Jeff here We're when not it comes to, to paper again. plates. However... <laughs> However, <laughs> you can do what you want, and if you want to use regular plates, that's fine. And again, the only issue I have with this whole argument is that you cannot believe that people use paper plates. Like, it shocks you yeah, that it we is. use it's, paper it's, plates. I, I'm, it's silly. It's I don't believe it's silly. Absolutely silly. I don't believe you are correct there. It's silly. I just think that's hilarious. You can't, you can't say it's silly. Your opinion to me is silly. Okay? We're not going to go into this again, but... Just know that I think it's silly. You fully aware of that? I'm now Are you fully, aware? I am now aware that you think it's silly, and that in itself is silly. And I'm sorry if you're trying to go somewhere with this story, but you're kind of a snob on the hot dogs. Are you a snob on the buns, too, or does it not matter? Uh, no, it doesn't matter. Okay, good. It doesn't matter. Okay. I do like side-split buns, not the top-split. What? What do you mean top-split? Oh, those I, up. I know what you're talking yeah. about. He's talking about... So top split is what you would find at like a QT or even when you go to a ball game. Like what most people think. Right. Okay. Just- Side split is basically you get you get crusty edge and crusty edge. Instead of that weird like soft in the middle, mm-hmm. that's where you would that's where you would essentially cut it instead of cutting it straight down the middle. Like on top. Look up look up side split buns and top split. There's a difference. There for sure is a difference. Side There's a split difference. buns. Next time I need a log It's the way name. the hot dog lays in there that I... <laughs> you, so you like, you I like, like side the side. I like side split better. So she bought these... Uh, my wife bought these like weird kind of off-brand... I think it's a Whole Foods thing. Applegate Farms. Have you heard of this? Don't know that one. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's... I think that's just like an organic. I don't think it's solely for... Damn, dude. Damn, they were good. Hmm. They were all right. What was the name of that again? Applegate Farms. Hmm. You know, if you were to pay like a three bucks for ballpark franks, these are probably like nine bucks. Yeah, I was gonna say I've seen these. These are at grocery stores too. These are the I'm gonna pass right over these because that's crazy for the price. Yeah, it was good. 
This is the one where I pick up and I go, oh man, this looks good. And I'm like, $8.99. Cool. I'll go with $2.99. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, what is it? Like no nitrates and stuff? It's it's no nothing. It's like, it's, it's no crazy. nothing. Full <laughs> of flavor. <laughs> no nothing except taste. Taste it's got indeed. Of that. So what I did was, I don't know if you guys do these, if you put, um, if you put the hot dog stovetop, have, you know, on a frying pan. Mm hmm. Do you cut them? Yes. I do, yes. Okay. Sure. You know, just to let a little air out? Yeah, Got a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. Got yeah. a lot of breathe. Yeah, like a little, like some cut marks. Yeah, you got to make a vent. Oh, so not like almost in half and flat. No, no, no. I don't, okay. I don't fillet. I just slice a little bit. Not no, all I, the way through. So I'll probably fillet. See, for me, I just go, let's say you're talking about, you're talking about the wing. I go right in the middle and just give a little, not anywhere where it fillets it at all. No mm. way. But I give it that little, how you doing, to let it breathe a little bit. And we had some of the Dijon mustard. Man, that was good. That was mm-hmm. a good hot dog. That sounds like I've never thought of that before, Dijon on a hot dog. Sounds like a good little din you had there, buddy. It was all right. Two hot dogs. Satisfied. Now, would you rather have your hot dogs stovetop or grill side? Outside. R- grill. Yeah, yeah grill. grilled. For sure. Roller dog, bro. You, you, so you are, if there were the three options, roller Pan fried, grilled. I I hate to be this guy to get specific. Or you could also do dirty water hot dog oh, heart. Yeah, no. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah, those are good. Um, I hate to be that guy. Roller if it's QT. Anywhere else, I'm going grill. Yeah, the New York City carts are not too shabby. In a pinch, Tone, you're not saying if you wanted a hot dog, you would. Leave your house and go to QT as opposed to grill. No, no, You're no. Just I'm saying, saying if, if I was given the if option, the choice, if okay. you were given, if a I choice. was given the option, somebody said, "Hey, man, I really appreciate it. Today is get Tony Patrico a hot dog day. Your choice, no matter what it is, I'll get it." I would say QT Roller Dog. I don't think I've ever had a Roller Dog. You, what? It, I be, be, I don't think I've be ever. Careful. Had. Be careful. Man, you know, mate, at a ball game. Yeah, I endorse they no. Roll. They roll at the ball game. Listen, I'm telling you right now, I endorse no other hot dog roller, roller hot dog, than I do QT. I think they roll at the ball game. I don't think I've had a ball game dog either. Oh, really? Man, you're missing no. out. I think there you're missing out. Yeah. yeah. Those are special. They are. Because you have a hot dog and a baseball game. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think the hot dogs <laughs> at, crazy, the, right? at the baseball game are steamed, now that I think about it. Yeah, I think they're steamed dogs. Answer. We need to find out. And yeah. as long as you got some sauerkraut, what's up? Uh, I love sauerkraut. Ah, uh, me too, man. Give me everything on there. No ketchup, though. I'm not. I'm not a ketchup guy. I'm a hot dog. But I do love a, a good grilled dog. And you know what? Today is the last day of spring. Oh, sure as hell don't feel like it. <laughs> Today's the last day of spring. Tomorrow we begin a summer. We're already barbecuing, aren't we? But oh, I mean, God. summer barbecues, summer backyard barbecues, going to be a, a plenty. And I was reading this. Uh, it was a funny article. I think it was on uh, that website, Postgrad Problems. These are power moves you could pull if you go into a backyard barbecue. Not not one yourself, but like you're invited to. Hey, Tones. Yeah. Invite me to your barbecue. Come on over to my barbecue. Sure, I'm coming. And these are power moves I could I could pull at your barbecue. I show up to your barbecue and I bring my own grill. Yeah, you're not coming then. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately notify you that the only salad I will tolerate is potato salad. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I bust out my drone and tell you that uh, I'm going to get some sick footage of your house. It's a seller's market after all. Okay. These Again, these are all just power moves you can pull at somebody's barbecue. 
after the meal, unload an absurd amount of Roman candles from the trunk, quote unquote, for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I could, you know, bust out a box of fresh togies for the boys. Sure. Do that. How about this move? This is a power move. Pull the old uh, volunteer to do the dishes for like two minutes and let somebody else take over move. <laughs> yes. You carry your plate to the sink, you act confused, and just walk away. Looks like you did something, and then you bounced out. Or uh, or you wash one, one dish, and you go, hey, you want to take over? What, uh, yeah, we're all taking turns here. <laughs> <laughs> that move, that's the best. Notify everybody that the uh, fireworks display will begin at 9.30 on the dot in the front yard. <laughs> Remember, this is somebody else's barbecue. And ignite all the fuses with a half-smoked cigarette. That's, that's <laughs> While it's still in your mouth. Get overly competitive in a game of wiffle ball and damn near blow out your elbow. That's always fun. <laughs> walk, around, walk around your barbecue with a completely unbuttoned shirt. <laughs> That is a straight power move. If you're, show, if you're showing shredded, <clears throat> if you're showing shredded wheat, you're that's a power move. Oh, that's so great. You guys ever play wiffle ball? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. we should oh, do yeah. that sometime. I was in a league Ooh, for like two same, years. I did same thing down in uh, Springfield. It's all we ever did. Oh yeah, that and ping pong. Yeah, we could play right here in the old. We could play in the building. We yeah. could. I we really, we, could. we really, truly could. By yeah, the way, we could have a league. Well, if, you bring in, if somebody brings in a wiffle ball and bat, I will play. And, right. and a chair. We need a chair. Oh yes, the the, the um, gotta have the chair. Yep. Yeah, that's the strike. You're zone. looking at me like you're like I'm crazy right now. No, have you never no, played that way? Strike zone. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's the. That's right. You swing and miss, and it hits yeah. there. It's an out. Foul tip it, and it hits. I, that's I, the I'm other thing, man. Rules. Everybody's got their own hey, damn rules. We got to throw some rules. If you foul tip it and hits that chair, that's a double play. I'm hip to the rules. What? All right, that's silly. No, oh, that's a rule. In your head. Wow. I think we would. Uh, there's five of us who so would have to uh, put down the rules, and then uh, we should play, man. I think that'd yeah, be, that'd be that'd all be right. Great. Well, somebody get a wiffle ball and bat. I'm I'm game. All right, I'll I'll bring it in. And just a couple more power moves here for your uh, for your barbecue you're going to. Pass out in a chaise lounge. That's always <laughs> good. And maybe at the end of the night, suggest a, a game of uh, prison rules badminton. <laughs> <laughs> now that's something we gotta play again. I mean, what? yeah, badminton. I only play uh, prison rules. <laughs> My favorite is walking around with the unbuttoned shirt. Yeah, uh, that is. Yeah, that's an uncle move right there. Or a Hawaiian shirt with shorts. Yeah. That's yes. Sandals with the big toe holder. Of course. Oh yeah. Of course. Thinking of you, Jeff, when I saw this. When was the last time you picked up a hitchhiker? Uh, Let's since, be honest. Honestly, since... Let's be honest. I think since the last time I told you I wouldn't. I, I'm Which pretty was sure. last year? Yeah, probably. It's been a year. Yeah, because I think it was last summer. Have you passed anybody and yes. gone, mm, Yep. what would Riz do? Yeah, I, would, I yelled out, sorry! I'm not allowed to anymore. Can't. Boss won't let me. What if, what if you Dad pulled... Dad said o- don't. What if you just pulled over and you went, hey, how are you? Good. Where are you heading? Uh, just up the road. Love to give you a ride. Riz says no. Because <laughs> more than one person, more than one person sent us this article locally. After offering ride to woman, man is robbed and shot in St. Louis. Ooh. Oh, Jeff. Ooh. Come on. Think about all the safe hitchhiking that's going on. Ah. Think about all the safe hitchhiking that people don't report. 
In fact, the guy that's uh, teaching me guitar, he was downtown on Sunday. May have been this very, very woman here. He was downtown on Sunday, saw a very nice-looking blonde woman walking along the road, was thinking about picking her up. It was, you know, late at night, 2 o'clock in the morning. He thought twice of it. When I wrote the story this morning, I didn't even think about Jeff at all. I didn't even think about it. And now that you say it, it makes total sense because this is exactly what he would do. This is what Jeff would do. What, be a nice, kind human being? Yeah, but, okay. You're, you're a nice guy. You're you're good-hearted. I get that. There's also being a sucker. You know, there's also being nice to the point where you're killed. There's nice, and then there's nice and dumb. So here's the story. A man who offered a woman he didn't know a ride in St. Louis Monday night was soon attacked, robbed, and shot in the hand. 29-year-old victim told police he had offered to give the woman a ride to the 4200 block of South Broadway in the Mount Pleasant neighborhood about 10 p.m. on Monday. He drops her off. Two men approach. According to police, one of the men had a gun, hit the victim with it, shot him in the hand before uh, removing money from his pockets. There you go. Hey, could I offer you a ride? Going my way? Sure. Going my way? Next thing you know, you're dead, Jeff. Or at least you're shot in the hand and robbed. I'm just saying. I know you're saying it because you care, man. I do. Honestly. That's why when I pull up to somebody, I always say, hey, are you going to kill me? And uh-huh. if they say no, then hey, come on in. It's all good. You do a full background check. Yeah. And cavity check. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've definitely uh, definitely opened my eyes on the danger of that, for sure. Well, thank you. I mean, my dad was that guy, so it's just it was, it's in my blood, unfortunately. Your dad was that guy, too? Huh? Oh, he always picked up hitchhikers. Is that, is that why you think you pick up hitchhikers? I mean, I guess. Probably we all get stuff from our parents, good and bad and different. You know? I always pass gas every time I pee. My dad did that, too. Uh-huh. You know, we all get stuff. <laughs> it's a very strange thing. Mm-hmm. Just in a million years, I would never think of doing that. In a million years. Have you ever hitchhiked yourself? No. You never have. A lot of things my dad did, I'm not doing. Well, me too. You pick and choose. You usually yeah. choose the safer ones. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> usually, yeah. I mean, do you think it's it's times are different now? Yeah. I think times are almost the same now. You just hear about the bad stuff more. Oh, I don't know. I disagree. I think back in the day you would hear about... I mean, it was in every movie that referenced the 60s or even the 50s. Like, there was a lot more hitchhiking going on. There was, there was a lot more... I don't want to say need for it, but... And I Chances are you it's won't just, get murdered. Okay? Listen, back in the 60s, 50s, 70s, there were people getting murdered. Yeah. Hitchhiking. You just didn't hear about it. Because there wasn't Twitter. There wasn't Facebook. There wasn't... You know, CNN and Fox News and MSNBC. I wonder if you look at the crime stats, if they're if they're sort of equal. You just hear about it more now. It's more top of mind. Could be. It was probably harder to gather those stats. I'd back rather in the not roll the dice, Jeff. Understand. That's it. I get it. And you read stories like this: man shot offering after offering woman ride. Yeah. No I, thanks. I did. I mean, I told you before. I picked up a, a female hitchhiker about two a.m. one time, and she was hammered. 
And I was like, hey, where do you live? And she started telling me and passed out. And it took me a long time to find her house. Why even put yourself in that scenario? So now you got a past. God forbid you get pulled over. And you got to explain you got a past that woman you don't know in your car. Right. How crazy is that? I mean, if there's nothing else going on in the car, why wouldn't the cop believe me? Because it's a passed out woman you don't know in your car. Right. Hey, man, I picked her up on Watson Road and then she passed out. I've heard that before. Good story. (laughs) You don't think that's a weird thing? Well, it may be a weird comment to say on the radio in 2018, but when it happened back in 1990-whatever. I'm just saying, if I'm a police officer, I go, sure. Mm. It sounds like one too many of those uh, criminal podcasts. Like it starts that way. Yeah. It's you know that sounds like I don't know how the drugs got in my pocket. <laughs> oh, these aren't my pants. Don't look in that box titled not drugs, officer. Well, let's say let's say by chance you put somebody else's pants on. <laughs> and there happens to be crack in the pocket. And that's the God's honest truth. Wait a minute, these aren't my pants. And that is the truth. And you get pulled over, and the guy goes, you have crack in your pocket. And why do they fit perfectly and have your name on the tag? It's just by chance. <laughs> just by just chance. By chance. I went to a party with people with nothing just but name Jeff. Just by chance. <laughs> I went to a Jeff party, couldn't find my pants. Everybody, everybody put their pants at the door. <laughs> that does sound like a Jeff party. And yes, ha- it does. And I happen to pick up the crack pants. <laughs> and I got pulled over that night, and he go, officer, honestly, crazy story. These really aren't my pants. You are going to be laughing about this later, officer. Listen to this story. These aren't my pants. And he goes, okay. <laughs> officer, crazy story. I picked this woman up. I have no idea who she is. Uh, it looked like she needed a ride. She like, seemed drunk. I picked her up. She passed out. I have no idea where she I lives. I have no idea where she lives or where she, who she is. I don't understand why that's not a reasonable explanation officer, to a police I'm just, officer. Officer, I'm just driving around trying to find her house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, son, what's her address? I have no idea. I'm just trying to look for a house that looks like she might live in it. I who, don't know. Who would you be more concerned about if you remember the end of the story? I finally got her woke enough to get her driver's license out uh-huh. and rolled up to her house as the dude she was living with was coming out the front Okay, door. now you got to explain to him yeah. why his lady is in, in your car, passed out. Right. Uh, she starts yelling. She don't know how she's in your car. Right. How she got there. Sure. And you go, I just picked her up, officer. I have no idea who she is or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Thankfully, the boyfriend went, this ain't the first time this has happened. I went, cool. I think, I think the officer is more apt to buy the crack pants. <laughs> the crack pants excuse. I'm just looking out for you, all right? Thanks, man. Thank you, Jeff. And now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. All right, today's Team Riz member of the day is from Florissant, Missouri. It's Liz Bailey, guys. Way to go, Liz. Way to go, Liz. Bailey. Liz and her fiance both work early morning, so the first thing they do after getting up is turn us on. And she proudly displays her weirdo sticker on her car. Well, thank you, Liz. That's awesome. Her fiance Brian is a Team Riz member, and they would love to be one of the few Team Riz couples. Uh, there are not many, but I wonder how many Team Riz couples are there. One besides this one. Ah, so that's awesome. two total. Couple, that is two, amazing. Three. Mm. Now you guys are supposed to swap wives, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> One big family, huh? 
don't do that. <laughs> I'm going to end it there. <laughs> we'll see you guys. Uh, congratulations, Liz Bailey from Florissant, the Team Riz member of the day. She gets that super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash crackpants. All right, our phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-333. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z show. Your emails, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. We'll get to your emails here in a second. You know our, our language is ever-evolving, living, breathing. Things being added to the dictionary, things being taken out of the dictionary. And I love when the Oxford English Dictionary adds new words. The new modern words. You know, people start saying stuff and they become so ingrained in, in our vocabulary. It just becomes part of the language. I think it's fascinating how something goes from slang to just a regular part of you know a regular part of a, an everyday conversation. Yeah, they already had crack pants. Hmm. Crack pants not in there. Okay, yet. Okay, that was quick. But the Oxford English Dictionary just added a bunch of new modern words, and here we go. Binge watch. That's in there now. Binge watch verb. We all know what that is. Go ahead. That is watching every episode of The Office in a week. That's binge watching something. Their definition to watch multiple episodes of a television program consecutively or in rapid succession. That's binge watch. Imposter syndrome. This one I don't know about. No, I do. Imposter syndrome. It's a noun. Go. Um, Imposter syndrome is when you feel like you aren't... Uh, actually, you know what? Paul McCartney talked about having imposter syndrome. Um, if, no matter how what you do or how good you become at something or what you accomplish, you feel like you're just not as good as others. That's it. The persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own uh, one's own efforts or skills. Yeah, I think the vast majority of artists at some point go through this type of... Uh, Attitude and this mm-hmm. thought and battle and imposter syndrome and like I said I think it was Paul I think it was Paul McCartney was was talking about it not maybe using the term but saying that like for the majority of his his career he felt like he was crap so it, long and short of it is you just never feel like you're good enough you just end up comparing yourself to all this other stuff and going yeah. man I'm just mm-hmm. not as good as these people when in reality you're probably far better yeah and they're I, thinking I, the same I, thing I think that a lot of us in this room suffer from that. Imposter syndrome. Stan. Not the name. So this is lowercase s. S-T-A-N. Stan. In that place where you it's a verb. You better stand over there. there. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was thinking of R-E-M. Oh, and Eminem. Eminem is uh, more correct. Stan. Verb. To be an overzealous or obsessive fan of a particular celebrity. What? No mm. way. Wow. No yeah. way. Stan. That's in there. Congrats on Tim and him for that. And to all the stands out there. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go. Wow. Way to go, Uncle Stan. <laughs> Microaggression. That's in the Oxford English Dictionary. Microaggression? Microaggression. You've probably heard it, but maybe you don't know what it means. So this is like passive. It's a noun. This is in between aggression and passive aggressive. You've actually... Maybe started 
acting upon things, but in very tiny ways. This is a very social justice warrior kind of thing. Very hipster term. Is, is my, not, I will not stand for your microaggressions. <laughs> okay, so that's like know. the comment I say all the time to people. I it thought is. microaggression is like, if Donald Trump gets elected president, I'm moving to Canada. And then doing nothing about it. This oh, is, I forgot to do that. This is a statement, action, or uh, incident regarded as an instance of indirect, subtle, or unintentional discrimination or prejudice. Microaggression. Hmm. And then finally, spoiler alert. That is now in the Oxford English Dictionary. Spoiler alert. A noun, an intervention used to warn that an important detail of the story is about to be divulged or alluded to. Spoiler alert. This is now officially in the vernacular. Officially. Congratulations to... Way to go. Spoiler alert. <clears throat> to all those, the those words are having big days today. Yeah, yeah big really days. Yeah, that's awesome. Big days. Mm-hmm. All right, Jeff, emails. Uh, this is, uh, let's see, uh, my name is Adam. This is Adam, podcast weirdo here, packed up and moved his family from St. Louis to the Seattle area last year for a nonprofit. Hart is always going to be here in St. Louis, loves the show. Uh, on the day of the Patrico, Jeff Walk, fellow listener, emailed about a good scotch bar in St. Louis. Remember that uh, email? Oh, yeah, he wanted to have his uh, first, <clears throat> uh, first glass of scotch. Legally, yeah, legally, first glass of scotch his buddy, out somewhere. His buddy passed away, and his buddy had always said we were going to go out for a glass of scotch. And yeah. So he wanted to go to a good place. Yeah, he wanted, and we were, you know, not big scotch drinkers outside or anything. I, I think I men- mentioned Brennan's is a, is a decent place for that. Scottish Arms, this guy, uh, Adam, wanted to give a, oh, a plug yeah. for Scottish yeah. Arms. Where is that at? It says uh, best uh, scotch blends in St. Louis. Where is that at? I don't know. It's not uh, too it's far from Ikea right there. It's over. It's Yeah, that oh, is definitely Sarah one of the Street. best places. Yeah. Have you been there? Yeah, it's fantastic. I went with uh, Free Beer Dave. Huh. We, right. we went there for Lefroig night. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's I didn't know he scotch. was in town. He's in yeah. town? Lefroig is? Yeah. It's, a, That's it's great. that whiskey I was telling you about that smells like a magic yeah. marker and tastes like a campfire. It's oh. my favorite of favorites. Oh, that's a that's a glaring review. Yeah, uh, we have uh, also. <laughs> you should you should see their advertising. Also, uh, the whiskey ring, gambling whiskey house, oh, and gambling. the Scottish yeah, Arms. Yeah, gambling. I just I literally typed in best Scotch bar St. Louis, and those three popped up. I've heard of Scottish Arms. Yeah, I would go there first. All right, well, sure. I've heard of gambling as well. I hope but... our uh, emailer from the other day. Yeah, I hope he uh, he I hope he hears this next. Uh, this is Justin. Hey, you guys were talking about people judging you based on what you're buying at the store. Oh, yeah. Justin works third shift, usually on a Friday morning right around 6.30 a.m. when he gets off work. He grabs himself a beer, and every single time without fail, uh, he gets the cashier or another person in line saying, usually they say something like, ooh, starting to drink early, are you? Something to that effect. Instead of telling them, hey, I work late nights, and this is my day, blah, 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 he says, now he just says, no, I'm an alcoholic, and then he gets in his car and drives <laughs> off. No, I know. listen, I know it's idle chit-chat from the cashiers, just trying to, hey, be trying to be friendly. Yeah. I'm sure that they're taught, or it's it's an you know unspoken thing, where, you know, engage the customer in some, hey, how you doing today? I don't know, as a former cashier. As a former uh, checkout guy at a grocery store, then I'll tell you to Yeah, age. but you're talking no. East Coast as opposed to Midwest. I cashier. Midwest, it's got to be, hey, find everything you needed? Yeah, there's that, but 
let's not be commenting on every single thing you scan. <laughs> yeah, because I know as a cashier, they want to get out of there as fast as I do. Yeah. Uh huh. Ooh, cotton balls and peroxide. What do you got going on Ooh, there got tonight? <laughs> <laughs> what, got, you got a cut? Something oozing? <laughs> <laughs> now, next time, uh, beer guy, somebody asks you, you go, now nah, I'm just ready to drop my kids off at school. Gonna have a couple in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> next. Uh, same uh, situation here. And our emailer says, my son wanted breakfast burritos. For breakfast, so we went and got everything we needed, including salsa. We were obviously going to have leftover salsa once the breakfast was done, so we got chips as well. Okay. Get to the checkout. Makes the sense. lady, the lady says, "What you making?" And I say, "Breakfast burritos." Then, in a judgy voice, she says, "With chips." Oh. Then I had to explain. Negative question my recipe. If <laughs> I want to put chips in my breakfast burrito, I don't need. I don't need judgy pants over here. Let me finish here. Then I explained that that's for the leftover salsa later. And then I said, shut up and keep scamming my stuff. Well, he told her to shut up? Yeah, it's the signed well, that's Riz. Rude. Huh? Wow. He really did say shut up? Yeah. He says, shut up and keep scanning. Oh, is what I wanted to oh, say. Oh, okay. Man. All right. So that's yeah, why it's not signed Riz. Okay. That's a little over the line. That's smart shopping. You get, you you know, you're not going to use the whole jar. No, I know, so you but now i got to answer questions. Up. Right. I don't want to be interviewed. So what do they think if you also had a toothbrush when you came up there? <laughs> gonna brush my teeth after, huh? You know, huh, you know what's even worse? Burrito yeah, and you brush your teeth after, peppers, huh? Peppers in between your teeth. You know what's even worse than any of that, though, is that you know, like, oh, with chips and all that stuff, is when they're going to scan the item, and you know, you got a you got a box of cereal, okay? And they go beep, and they go, are these any good? Oh. <laughs> have you had? Have you tried these yet? I'm like, no, they're terrible. Put it in the bag. Put it in the bag. No, they're so not good. Go. That's why I'm buying them. Yeah. To prevent other people from having Today bad cereal. Today has erased my day on groceries day. I'm trying to say, I'm a superhero. I'm saving people from bad cereal. So I'm buying up all the Frosted Flakes. Beep. Kids Ooh, are so pleasant key, at the grocery store. Ooh, Kiwis. I don't know if I'm a big fan of Kiwis. Well, I am. We're here. Let me shove one of these in your face and then you tell me. The way we've been talking about and listen, this experience I, listen, is like I am, a gauntlet of torture for and, us. And, and, I am, and, and, and I think you guys know that I am... 99 out of 100 times, I'm chatting back with them. Kiwi, you got to try yourself a kiwi. It's delicious. Here, take yeah. one of mine. Yeah. Oh, you better go get yourself some kiwi. It's right over there. Let me I'm pull your grape you. off of here. But that here one time, that one, that one time <laughs> when I go and, and I get the woman I, or, the, or the gentleman that comments on every single item they scan, I just want to take their face and just put it on the little scanner and just over and over and over again. And just, I'll, I'll do the rest. I'll do the rest from here. I'll pay. I'm going to use card. Don't That's worry That's why it. they have the self-checkouts now. Would you in a million years go to the self-checkout with an entire basket of groceries? Never. Like there two, three hundred dollars worth of groceries? There are now uh, no limit ones. Usually, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Usually yeah. it's 20 or less. I want to say there are no I, limit I want to say the Walmarts in Eureka is no say, limit. When yeah. I was just going to say, when I was at the Walmart, well, they got two sections. When I was at the yeah. Walmart in, uh, in Wentzville... To the left, they've got the 20 items or less. Yes, they do. And then they have something that they call scan and go. And the scan and go's got the conveyor belt and everything. So it is a it is a register, like it is an actual register, just with nobody behind the counter. And you just scan and go. If I'm go. 20 or less, I'm taking, these, I'm taking the self-checkout every time. Yeah, same here. I can't wait for the self-checkouts to have where it talks back to you and it lets you know. <laughs> ask your oh, reviews. And- kiwis. Oh, kiwis. kiwis are really good. Uh, are these any good? Somebody's bu- having a party. You're buying this? I thought you are trying to lose weight. 
<laughs> I will I will say this though the last time that I went to one of the self checkouts uh, I I bought I, this is how it sounds ridiculous I bought socks with my purchase and I scanned the socks and I put it in the bag and it didn't register please place item in bag please place item in bag please and I out loud went it's in the bag it's in the bag <laughs> uh, you just got to give that little high sign to the to the woman and it's got and it's got to touch the. You got to give the little high sign to the woman who's never, never looking. So now, how, how about so now, the self scanner when you're getting alcohol and it goes beep and it says wait for the cash? Oh, you just turn yeah, around yeah. and you go, you look at her and she goes, okay, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's uh, never paying attention either. Yeah. So oh, man. Or she's else. scanning somebody up at her little desk. Yeah. Which, which yeah. that upsets me. Yeah. I feel like when how come you, use you those, get called up to the desk, but I had to wait. When you do those self scanners, I feel like you got to Torello and spike the, the stuff into the bag for it to register. And that just drives <laughs> me nuts every time. And I'm like, I don't want to put this in a bag. Set it over here. I set it over there. Wait for assistant. Yeah, oh, woman, dear Christ. Oh, you bring your own bag. Always, when you, need, always when you need the woman, she's never, yeah. ever watching. Yeah. Never. Next. Uh, this is Kevin talking about Tuesday. We're talking about movies that cause epilepsy. I guess it's, it's Incredibles oh, 2. Incredibles 2, I guess there were some people that complained that there could be a part of the movie that's triggering seizures. So now they've put a warning at some theaters. I think AMC yeah. is now putting a seizure warning uh, outside the theaters. But didn't, it, didn't Disney say that they would do it? Yeah, the Epilepsy Foundation asked Disney to do it, and Disney said okay and sent out, I guess, posters I think AMC's to the, the movie only, theaters. Maybe, maybe it's all of them now. But Yeah, AMC. I would think it'd be all of them just to keep from any sort of lawsuit. Cause well, and, and listen, I, I'm not somebody that understands <clears throat> epilepsy. I don't, have any of my fa- I don't have anybody in my family that suffers from it. But we were kind of talking before, I would think that uh, all movies would be a trigger for for epilepsy. Well, I would think, I know that there's uh, people out there and people could let us know if I'm right or wrong here, but people that can get triggered by more than just movies. I mean, I remember being at a Greek fire show at Pops and there was more than one person that had to leave because of the lighting mm. and this and the sound and everything. And I, it wasn't epilepsy, it was something else. Well, but it was there, the light and the sound. There are, there are. Uh, I guess you. Some movies, not other movies, you'd be more susceptible to it because of you know f- scenes with flashing lights. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm ignorant to it. You would think every superhero movie would cause that's something a, like that's that. That's what I would think. Yeah. So our email. This is Kevin saying that there's an AMC theater in Edwardsville that does showing specifically for people with ep- epilepsy and autism and quote things like that. They turn the lights up and they turn the sound down, so neither one of those things oh, is pretty overwhelming. Yeah, that's actually so, really neat. What a cool. fantastic awesome. idea. Where Where is that? Uh, in Edwardsville, it's an AMC theater. Is all he said. Nice wow. work. Thanks, that's Kevin. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I'm sure that's in the back of uh, an epileptic's mind. You is would going think. To a, is going to a movie and being triggered. Yep. For sure. Triggered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next. Team member Eric here wants to uh, see what we think about this. He's walking his dog. I already don't like it. Right. Uh, walking <laughs> his dog, and he fully admits that he forgot to bring a bag. A duty bag? A duty bag, okay. yes. So, of course, while he's walking the dog, the dog uh, does its uh, dutiness in a uh, in a woman's front yard. So, as opposed to just walking away and leaving it there, or finding a leaf, or finding something and picking it up, what does he do? Trying to be a nice guy, he goes to the woman's front door. I'll tell you what your first mistake is. If you know you don't have a duty bag, don't walk it on somebody's lawn. What do you mean? Yeah. He's walking the dog. Like, he's walked the dog. Like, they are not near his house. 
Yeah, and, and then he goes, oh, damn it, I forgot the doggy bag. And it, when you're walking a dog, it's not just going to walk on the sidewalk. It's going to go into the grass, especially if it has to do the poopies. But on somebody's lawn and you don't have a bag? Right. Well, he, and he sidewalk? fully admits that's his, that's his problem. That's his fault. He probably didn't realize he didn't have the bag until the dog until started to squat. Right. That is a horrible, horrible feeling. Oh, God, I forgot a bag. I forgot uh, a bag. And then you're looking around. Let me see. Let me see. So he goes up uh, to the door and asks if... Uh, they could have if he could have a bag so he could pick up the poop. The woman at the door was very clearly annoyed. She grabs a bag, then proceeds to lecture him about how irresponsible of a dog owner he is. And if he was a good dog owner, he would remember to grab the bag. He admits to her, "Yes, I'm foolish. Um, I did not bring the bag. I, I get that. Yeah. So she didn't uh, care that he was admitting fault. So the question is, what would have been more rude? Leave the poop there, or was it rude for him to go up and knock on the door? At the, it's weird both ways. Well, le- leaving it there. <laughs> is the rudest but yeah. I would have I gone home put the dog away and gone back with a bag I think I would have yeah. done that too same here I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd knock on a random door unless it's somebody I, I know I would either. no but I think that's kinder than just leaving it obviously yeah, I, was gonna say, I think not... most people would leave it let's be honest yeah most people would most but, people I, would leave but it. it's kinder to at least try to make good yeah. I was in uh, the backyard of, of my own home. Okay, I was going to say. my own home. Can you clear that up for us, please? <laughs> my own home. I was in a backyard. And, over the uh, weekend. And, uh, yeah, it was we, we, when we got home from the lake, watering the, uh, watering the plants. And uh, we got to watch out for deer poop. Sure. And you could tell what deer poop is. The little pellets. Mm-hmm. With antlers. Yep. Thank you, Scott. You're welcome. And then there was a pile of something else. Clearly not deer poop. And I'm thinking, you got to be kidding me! <laughs> if this uh, if this is a random dog or another creature, could be another creature. Yeah, could. I been. know I got the CSI team on it. Yep. No results yet. <laughs> Nothing yet. We got the result. It's uh, they're uh, they're poodle. swabbing they're swabbing every uh, person and creature in the neighborhood. You are thorough, if nothing else. And it was a pile close to the house too. I'm like man, I don't want a dog because I don't want to clean up this. And now somebody else's creature. I don't know if it was a cat. I mean, I don't know. As a dog owner, if I would be in my, and and my dogs don't do their business in the front yard, they do in the backyard. So when I would go to the mailbox and I would see something in my yard, I'd get furious. Yeah. I can't control the deer. No. But man, this was something else. First time since you've been there though. So that's good, right? Yeah. 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 And listen, I know the people around my area that have dogs, and they're very respectful of uh, of everybody's properties. Yeah. I wonder sure. if the, is it maybe the new garden that might be attracting? I don't know. Hmm. It could be some other animal. I don't. I don't know. It definitely wasn't deer. Could it, well, you have you ever see coyotes in, in your woods? I'm, I'm sure they're there. Yeah. Maybe it's one of those Baldwin bears. Could be. Ooh. Just came, took a crap in my yard, went back to Baldwin. Could be. <laughs> I'm just going to leave this here, but I'm going back to ball with you guys. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, I've got a bag. Sorry. No bag on me. All right. One more, Jeff. Uh, yes, sir. This is uh, from Brandy. Question out of curiosity. I've heard you guys give your opinions about when it's too early to mow the grass. Cut the grass. My question is, how late is too late or how early is too early to vacuum when you're in an apartment? You got somebody above oh, you, below you, to I your left, to your right. I think right. it's the same rules as... As mowing the lawn. Vacuuming in an apartment is vacuuming is cutting the grass in an apartment. Yeah. Let's yeah. always start 
with the nine to nine rule? Not according to my mom. My mom is uh, is vacuum uh, whenever she's feeling passive aggressive, and everybody's quote unquote sleeping in too really? much. Uh My mom would start the vacuum up at whatever time she wanted us up. That's your that was her wow. way of saying get go, the hell. Oh, up. you're up. <laughs> I was just cleaning. Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, didn't realize that would wake you. <laughs> you're right outside my door, ma. There was a couple of people over the weekend that tweeted out uh, people uh, mowing their lawns very early over the weekend, like prior to 8 a.m. Ooh. You see a couple of those? No. Now, throw this into the mix. It's been Africa hot outside. It's been hot. Mm-hmm. Eight o'clock in the morning, it's not that hot. You got to mow the lawn. Oh, you're do saying you, get it in while you can? Do you blame them? Yeah. You do. I mean, the same thought could be said at 6 o'clock, maybe in the evening. I don't think you're going to get much temperature difference between 8 and 9. Just wait till 9. Just wait till 9. Again, I don't care what time you cut your grass. If you want to be courteous, if you're my next door neighbor, you can cut your grass at 7 a.m. I don't care. I'm up. But but if you want to be courteous to those around you, 9 a.m. I don't know if you guys caught this, but I tweeted out something a few days ago. When our neighbor was cutting the grass at 9.23 p.m. In complete darkness. Second or third time this has happened in the past few months. Push your riding lawnmower. Push. No lights? So there's no headlights. No lights. It makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. horribly obnoxious. And when I tweeted that out, of course, a couple people were like, it was 105 out today. I don't care. Like, there is still other times, first of all, where you're not flinging maybe you're running over rocks or running over things and flinging them into our yard in the dark at past nine is dangerous much less annoying hmm i'd agree with that yeah do it after, at eight after nine o'clock nine thirty huh oh it was it was and that's when i tweeted it was it probably went on for another was this 15 a week minutes. end or weekday what was that was it i think it was on the weekend i saw your tweet Okay, it's happened before, though, on a weekday. On a weekday, that's completely unacceptable. Very bizarre. Yeah. You keep uh, you way to keep that from happening, go put some I sugar in the gas tank. Down. Thing. Or that, yeah. Yikes. Sugar in the gas tank of the, of the lawnmower, <laughs> not his car. Right, right. All right, thank you all for your emails. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Hey, guys, welcome back. Time hey, to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment. With your crap on celebrity. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. So did Scott Hardwick do those bad things? It's Chris Hardwick. I was going to say, it depends on who Scott is. Oh, sorry. I don't think Chris Scott Hardwick. Did wrong. That's his cousin. Well, that's what I'm asking you guys. Did Scott Hardwick do something wrong? Is no, this Scott's like a, cool. No, no Chris, what I'm saying is this a family trait or not? Is what I'm Because <laughs> a lot of things. Chris Hardwick, you know him from. Uh, He's the host guy, right? He was Attack of the Show for a long time. Well, he was time. singled out. Without, singled yeah. out, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sing- right. He was singled out with Jenny McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Attack of the show. He is the founder of The Nerdist. He hosts that show, The Wall. Uh, he was the guy that did the after show for The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got a lot of a lot of things going on. And he had a girlfriend named Chloe Dykstra. They broke up, and now she, as we were talking yesterday, is accusing him of all kinds of horrible, horrible things. Uh, well, text messages... On the interwebs show that he broke up with her because she cheated on him with some guy named Sam. She begged to keep talking with him for months, and he wanted nothing to do with her. 
He texted, it was the worst thing that's ever happened to him. She wanted to get back together, but never ended anything and never ended things with the other guy, the Sam guy. So Hardwick more or less tells Dykstra this long text message will be the last time that I speak with you and declares their relationship over. Then she sends him several text messages begging to talk, saying, quote, I will always love you. And according to the text thread that's out on the Internet, which I read, yeah, yeah, Chloe reached out to Chris uh, seven months later in an apparent attempt to make up and get back with and him. And he never responded even to her. And she was basically saying at the beginning he was holding her hostage. Right. Doesn't seem like that, toots. Yeah, these things oh. are all, uh, wow, you tootsed her, huh? I wow. her. If these things are all real and true, it's kind of hard to believe that she would uh, try for months and months to get back with somebody if uh, she was being emotionally and sexually abused is what his side is saying. Well, and basically saying that she was being held hostage by this guy. Right. It doesn't seem that way. Yeah, he's obviously denied all the allegations and everything. Said uh, their breakup after a three-year relationship was, again, the result of her cheating. And this was him being taken off TV, being taken off the Nerdist website with zero due process. A lot of of people did some conclusion jumping. Absolutely. And if it turns out that she's lying, should he sue her? Yes. Yes. Or at least... I would think he would have a case to at least discuss it with a lawyer, yeah? Yeah, I would look and see how much business he has lost with being taken off of these few things and then go, all right, here we go. Now we're going to go out to you Is for that. Is there a yeah, monetary value a you put on your reputation? You know what? I bet any contract that he had left with any of these entities that, that shut him down, maybe that's the value. But can you put a value on your reputation? Probably not. For me, it's about 15 mil. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Somebody make a note of that. <laughs> On uh, Monday of this week, the head writer for NBC's uh, That Comedy Superstore was just dumping on Fox News commentator uh, uh, Tucker Carlson because Tucker was complaining that the elites want to bring about the demise of traditional family and family values and stuff. So the Superstore guy suggested that Tucker seems to be a little nervous talking about family values, possibly because Tucker, quote, cheated on his wife with an actress from Modern Family. An actress from Modern Family? Rumor is it's Julie Bowen. Oh, not... Not Sofia Vagara. No, because uh, she and Tucker went to school together. They have a history together. She recently filed for divorce as well. She plays Claire. That's yeah. the blonde with the three kids and the also, goofy she's husband. Also, Happy Gilmore. Phil. Yep, you got it. Uh, she and Tucker were both in uh, class in 1987 at some private boarding school well, in Rhode Island. Well, so they know in each other. They must have had sex. <laughs> Wait, you live in St. Louis and I live in St. Louis? Oh, you guys we definitely have a Throwing. We did it. Throwing. <laughs> Because I had sex with every chick that went to my school. Absolutely. So. You tried. <laughs> uh, Tommy Lee took another shot at his son, Brandon. This is just not going to end well. He's 21 years old, and he uh, commemorated Father's Day by posting a video from their uh, physical confrontation back in March. We talked about this yesterday. Tommy took to Twitter to complain about how much money he spent raising Brandon. Oh, that's nice. To air it all out on, on social media. Oh, yeah. Everybody to see. And I quote, That's healthy. Rehab for son, $130,000. Party for son's 21st birthday last year, $40,000. Medical bills after son knocks his father unconscious and uses alcoholism as a scapegoat, $10,000. 
These are things that Tommy Lee tweeted about his son. You know, if you go to any family counselor, they suggest that airing it all out on social media is yeah. healthy. Yeah. Should we it's talk this out, Doc? No, 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 no. Get your phone out. Let's tweet this out instead of mm-hmm. talking it out. And then he went on to say, son, acting like a victim on social media on Father's Day, priceless. So Brandon's yeah, mom, of course. Well for the Lee family. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Brandon's mom is Pamela Anderson. Quote, in Pam's eyes, while Brandon is Tommy's biological son, that doesn't make Tommy a real father. I mean, it just goes on and on, says that they're in crisis. And the son, who I don't, again, I don't know what he does for a living besides being Tommy He's Lee's a model. son. Is that what he is? He's a model. Well, he ain't a model son, damn it. Uh, imagine the amount of structure these kids had with Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson as your as your parents. Yeah. You mean zero, little to none? I don't know. Listen, I don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Yeah, you do. You Actually, saw the video. Two, yeah, uh-huh. yes, you saw. <laughs> you do. Well, then, no, there were no doors involved there. <laughs> there was a speed bump, if you remember seeing that. Yeah. Yeah, these kids are destined for greatness. I mean, yeah, they really are. I'm surprised that he's got an ego. Who would have thought? Yeah, you never know. Ariana Grande, Pete Davidson, they've been moving super, super fast. Have we been talking about? They hooked up pretty quickly. Uh, they got engaged pretty quickly. Tattoos went flying everywhere. And now the newly engaged couple has moved in together, and it's a little, just something temporary, $16 million apartment in Manhattan's oh Chelsea God. neighborhood. That's about a, a 950 square feet. Yeah. <laughs> That's two bed, one bath, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. A shotgun apartment. Luxury complex designed by uh, Zahaya Hadid. We all love him. More than 4,000 square feet, five bedrooms, four and a half baths, you know, for the two of them. Uh, amazing views of the city, Empire State Building, uh, fitness center, 75 foot skylit pool, private IMAX theater, and their neighbor, a guy named Sting. So 4,000 square feet. Uh, yeah. For 16 million. You come out and say, what's up, Sting? What's up, Sting? Let me hold the elevator for you, Sting. Hey, you know who wow. you are? Do you, Sting. Do you say that if you if you live in the same apartment complex with Sting? Do you say like when you walk out to get your paper on the on the front on the little uh, right outside your door? Do you go, "Hey, Sting, morning." No, I would be like Rob Schneider from uh, SN, the SNL skit where he's the uh, the, the copy machine guy. Sting. Sting. Mister Sumner. Walking on the moon. Sting. <laughs> That's what I would be like, honestly. <laughs> hey, Sting! Don't break the law. Here comes the police. Get the uh, get the mail, huh? Sting. <laughs> so wait, go back to the Tommy Lee. Uh, yes. Son story. How much on a birthday party? His twenty first twenty first birthday party last year, forty thousand dollars. Nice. This is after one hundred thirty thousand dollars for rehab. So the forty thousand dollars, any of that go to booze? You think for his twenty first birthday? Good question. Saying, good. I'm planning my uh, my fortieth, and uh, I think we make it a bartender. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to we're trying to toss around some ideas, some uh, some party. Uh, yeah, a small little affair, but maybe have a uh, somebody mix some drinks. You go. You know, there's a hot dog cart guy right now going. <laughs> you got my number. <laughs> Anthony Bourdain has been nominated for an award 
from the TV Critics Association. So congratulations to his estate. The organization stages the uh, biannual awards, and he is nominated for Parts Unknown, up against 60 Minutes, uh, uh, BBC America's Blue Planet 2, NBC, and MSNBC's The Rachel Maddow Show, also something on PBS, The Vietnam War, and Netflix, Wild Wild Country. So he is up for an award. Oh, that was me, by the way, asking if any of you guys would like to bartend. Yeah. It depends on what you're paying. Yeah. 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 I'll do it. Cash, is it cash bar? I'll let you hit the buffet. <laughs> oh, that's just once. Just one time. I'll give you one paper plate. I'm not coming. I only expect to eat off of diamonds. Fine. Oh, I'm sorry. It's fine china. <laughs> it was announced yesterday that Oprah Winfrey is the first black female entrepreneur to appear on the Bloomberg Billionaires Index list. List ranks the world's 500 richest people. Oprah comes in at what number do you think? Uh, in the world. Three. Oh, world. Uh, uh, eight. World. She's top Ooh. 100. You said 500 richest people. Right? In the world, yes. She's top 100. Oh, I don't think so. You think higher? No. I say top 150 or two. I'm going to say number 99. I'm going to say number 128. Would it surprise you if I told you she barely even made the list? Oh, yeah. 494th richest person okay. in the world. Damn. Total number of women on the list, 65. Of uh, With six of those women being entrepreneurs, uh, she has increased her fortune in this year by $427 million. Oh, that's, that's the Weight Watchers thing. She bought a stake in that in 2015. And the share of, of uh, Weight Watchers now, $100.37. A small stake. Unbelievable. It's a very small stake. She can only it, have four is, bites. It's a low-calorie stake. This, <laughs> this is just people? Like pe- people in general? Entrepreneurs. Yeah. But yeah, okay, people. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I have Bezos the t- is number one. I have the top five. Thanks for the spoiler there. Uh, well, Bernard, it's not a spoiler. Right, no. Huh? Bernard Arnault. Is number five, $74.3 billion. Anybody know who that guy is? I knew who he was without looking him up. You believe that, right? Uh, name is familiar. He's the chairman of Hennessy, Louis Vuitton. I was going to say Kraft. Mac and cheese. <laughs> he, he controls about half of that in the, the revenue, 46, I'm sorry, 42.6 billion euros. So four is uh, not Zucks. Is it Zucks? It's Zucks. Zucks. 79.8 billion. Zucks at the four spot. Gates okay. is three. Who's that? Gates. No, three. Gates is Gates not three. Is two. Uh, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett, three. three. 82.1 billion. Bill Gates, 92.7 billion. And Jeff Bezos, 144 billion dollars. Nice. Yeah. Credibles 2 keeps breaking records as well. Uh, after earning $180 million over the weekend, best opening ever for an animated film. Now it's got another $23.9 million as of Monday. That's the best ever Monday for an animated film, breaking the Shrek 2 record. Uh, worst mo- worst reviewed movie of 2018 has been what so far? Gotti. And they're blaming the critics, of course. They're all saying, no, really good movie. Uh, stop with the critics thing. The official Twitter feed for Gotti released a, an ad blasting reviewers who are uh, saying that it's no good. The film has earned a rare 0% score on Rotten Tomatoes. They're all saying, no, 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 go see it and you'll like it. 0% for critics, but for the audience score, it's in the 70s. 75%, yeah. Now, people are accusing the movie company of writing fake reviews. Well, did you? Uh, somebody hit us up yesterday on social media and said that if you look, it's got the same amount of reviews as... The Incredibles and more reviews than Ocean's Eight, but Ocean's Eight was released in four thousand theaters. Gotti released in five hundred. How is that even possible? 
That's a good point. So, that's the bad movie of the year. What are the, some of the best movies of 2018? And keep in mind, this is Rolling Stone, if that matters. Avengers. Avengers is not even in the top ten. You gotta be kidding okay, me. Okay, uh-uh. next. You uh-huh. gotta be kidding me. <laughs> next. We're moving on. This is, no, this is in no order at all, but you were never really there. Ever even hear of that movie? No. Nope. It looks ridiculous. They're uh, ridiculous in a good way. It's Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, and uh, there's a link on the blog to check out the trailers oh. to all of these he's, movies. He's like a hitman. Yes. We saw yes. the trailer for that. That looks good. Oh, yeah. Th- that's with the hammer. Yep. Yes, yes. War vet turned assassin who finds a kind of salvation by trying to save a kidnapped girl. And it kind of looks like the tables get turned on him. I'm not real yeah, sure. That, that movie looks good. This one also looks good, but very uncomfortable to watch. The Rider. And I believe this is based on a true story. South Dakota... Um, um, uh, horse rider, guy that I guess breaks horses, that sort of thing, and a trainer. His name is Brady. He got kicked in the skull, and he can no longer do what he loved to do. And I believe the actual guy that the movie's based on is in the movie. So that's also on the list. Quiet places on the list: Isle of Dogs, Incredibles Two, Hereditary. Here oh, in this movie, the, that's the thriller. I don't know that one. This is the guy. Uh, he is a. Uh, um, is it this that's not the priest one. It's the artist works in miniature in an attempt to control what's haunting her. Oh, this is Tony Collette. Is that how you name? Say know. her name. Uh, the first reformed is also on. This is Ethan Hawke, who is a priest. Disobedience is on the list. That's uh, the Rachel and Rachel movie. So if there's got to be a superhero, they got to say Black Panther. That was last year. No, was it? Death of Stalin is number Black two Panther on the list. Year? Black Panther's Black Panther number one on the list. Oh, oh, really? Is it? Yep. Wow. Black I didn't know Black Panther was this year. Wakanda forever. <laughs> I always thought it was last year. <laughs> uh, crappy birthdays. Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys, 76. Lionel Richie is 69. Uh, Michael Anthony from Van Halen, 64. Uh, Brian Wilson's coming to the uh, family arena. I think I saw he usually uh, does. Uh, uh, billboard that? for that. I don't know if I'd see that. My dad would. I, I bet they're going. Two first names. He saw the Beach Boys stuff. last year when they were in town. That's like his jam. It's that not is, the Beach Boys, though. It's Brian it's, Wilson. But I mean, still, it's it's Brian his jam. Wilson, I'm telling you, he loves I'm it. I'm a fan. He loves it, and he. I am a Beach Boys fan, and I'm a Brian Wilson fan. He, I, I'm telling you, he, you ask him, ask him tomorrow, and he'll tell you it sounded just like them. It was like the Beach Boys were there. Uh, John Goodman is 66. Quentin Rampage Jackson is 40. Uh, Nicole Kidman 51. Uh, and today is a Burton birthday of the day. He's Cuban American. Had a longtime rivalry with Tim the Toolman Taylor, best known for being the host and nothing really but the host of a show called This Old House. Back from 79 to 89, Bob Vila, 72 years My old. My dad's a doppelganger. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yep. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Tamara Wild. Uh, today's birthday girl loves basketball, or at least really loves the hardwood, and has proven it in 215 fine films, including Buttman's Face Dance. Oh. Oh. That <laughs> is aggressive right out of the gate. Tales from the Zipper, Anal Crybabies, <laughs> A Shaver Among Us. And who can forget A her unforgettable among us? And who can forget her unforgettable role in What's That Smell? Oh, man. Tamara Wild, 48 years old. That is your porno oh, birthday, oh. your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Yes, Jeff? Oh, I did an image search ever, and just a lot of her finest work popped up. Wow. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> hey, coming up on Friday, myself and Jeff Burton will be at the Hot Shots in St. Charles. That's on Country Club Drive, or Country Club Plaza Drive. Yep. St. Charles, 9 o'clock. Friday for the next Miss Hot Shots competition. Join us, won't you? That'll be a good time. We do three rounds. The girls get on stage. They do their thing. 
food specials, drink specials, be a judge. Yeah, come early and get yourself a judge seat. It'll be fun. Friday, starting at 9 o'clock. Hot Shots in St. Charles. We're talking about that. Richest person list. You know, we make fun of millennials for being, uh, you know, entitled and clueless. <laughs> That's our thing. Which, let's be honest, it's we're, we're busting balls. It's not really fair. Or maybe, maybe it is fair. I don't know. A new survey talked to over 1,500 Americans between the ages of 21 and 37. And 53% said they fully expect to be millionaires someday. Okay. Hey. I think that's great. Yeah, as long as you're doing something about it. You dream on, dreamer. I think it's great. If you, Listen, if you don't think it, you're never going to be it. Visualize yourself becoming a millionaire. Or else it's never going to happen. I think that's all right. You don't think so? I, I think it's fine. I'm just actually kind of surprised to hear it coming from you right now. Why? Because you're more of a realist. I'm an optimist. No, nah, you're more of a realist. You, you're I'm my, part of the optimist club. You're more of a. You're more of a. That. You're more of a. You better. You better work hard and be happy with what you got. Uh, yeah, there, that comes with it, of course. But if you visualize yourself becoming whatever you want to be, yeah, that's kind of sort of setting a goal. Yeah, and, and then you put your nose to the grindstone and get it done. Right? I think if somebody says, "I want to work hard and I'm going to become a millionaire through hard work," that's what I'm going to do. That's fine. But I unfortunately think that that a lot of millennials, and I know myself and Moon are technically included in that group, but I think a lot of them are. I'm going to be a millionaire. Doing what? Making money. <laughs> like I mean, like that—that—that that, that is not the dream. YouTube star. Yeah, that is not the dream, and I think that's unfortunately what this article is saying. Uh, it's yeah. not saying somebody's going to go, man. I've got I've, I've got a great business structure, and I'm going to work hard. I'm going to do what it takes, and I'm going to become a millionaire. They go, I'm going to be a millionaire yes, because I want thing, money. There's one thing visualizing it, and there's another thing actually doing it. Right. What Going age are these people? Twenty-one it... between twenty-one and thirty-seven. Okay. These are these are millennials. Yeah. They fall. Maybe how the key the word is expect. Are you saying how in the hell are we included how in that group? How in the hell I am I, as a 37 and a half year old or whatever I am, uh, in the same category as a 21 year old? Yet to disaster. Well, first of all, height a lot of times. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, you're you got you in. good, man. It's so stupid. You're lumped uh, in. And, and that's, but I'm not lumped in. That, that's no, just... you are. According to this, yes, you are. Okay. <laughs> no, it is. It, what it, you it, say? Jeff is a baby boomer. I'm a. A generation Xer, and you and Patrico are uh, are millennials, according to the timeline of a millennial. Some timelines, not all of them. We've been through this before. The main, the main one. Okay, which I'm There's sure there's not we'll... an argument there. I mean, the nat, the, the one that is accepted. No, it's not when, the one that is accepted nationally. The one that when they go and you look at national uh, news reports uh, and yeah. you go like, they say here are millennials, blah, I and there's know. the age group. Okay. And I know, like, if you go to different websites and go to different things, like, oh, well, I'm this sure group it'll shift in five years. Uh, maybe. I'm sure that definition will change. I'm not as well. a, I don't think I'm a baby boomer. Reg- I think I'm a Gen Xer, by the way. Yeah, and regardless, if <laughs> in any of these circumstances, <laughs> when I'm being compared to a 21 year old, it's it's asinine. That makes no sense. What the way you think? Well, no, I mean, just the the patterns of life, where I am, where yeah, I need to be. Well, listen, on every I just end- got lumped into a study where I'm supposed to have 100 grand in the bank or 200 grand or something saved up by the time you're 35 or 36, and none of us are anywhere near that. 
Or at least I'm. You know. I have I have like three fifty. Well, Tony and I were saying like, whoa, well, we're in trouble. Don't let me in. We just got lumped into that, and the twenty-one-year-olds aren't lumped into that. They're still trying to get through sophomore year of college or, or junior year of college. Of course, listen. When you look at the both ex- both extremes of the spectrum. Yeah, remember we just did that study. You're supposed to by by thirty-six. You're supposed to have this percentage of your. Yeah, uh, you're supposed to. Who says that? Ready for retirement. Well, this next stat might be even more unlikely, though, as far as the, you know, 53% said they fully expect to be millionaires someday. The average millennial also says they expect to retire at age 56. Uh, wow. I don't, I don't, to be honest with you, and it's crazy to think this, and maybe it's just because that's the way we are right now as far as a society, but, like, I don't expect to retire, period. Yeah, same here. Like, I mean, that's just... And, especially, and I've kind of been... That's really? been kind of beaten into my brain. Uh, well, I mean, since I could, since I was starting to financially be responsible, my goal my, is sixty, and I'm out. Well, since I've started becoming financially responsible, my parents have beaten into my head that that as far as like Social Security and all that stuff, like it will not be around when you are our age. Like it is going. I'm not bye counting bye. on that. I'm investing in Beanie Babies, guys. All right. <laughs> I'll cash in at at sixty. You're all in and, on the Beanie and, Babies at 60. And, and. <laughs> Everything's got to go. I and got I, a safe full of Beanie Babies. That's my retirement plan. And, of course, this is me saying this as a 32-year-old man, but we are fortunate enough to work in an industry where we could do this and and still enjoy it as you progress in age. Like, it's not like my dad, who's a bricklayer, where at, I mean, hell, any day now, his body's going to go, we ain't doing this anymore. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if Jeff throat punches you, you'll yeah, be done, again. done tomorrow. So as far as, no, I'm, I'm planning 60. I'm done. Hmm. That's my goal. Visualizing it. Um, 60. When you, hit, when you hit 55, I better start saving some money. <laughs> 60 and out. So e- even some more milestones, which millennials expect to hit. First job in a chosen field, 25 years old. These are what millennials are thinking. They'll hit their first job in a chosen field at 25. That's also the age they think they'll become financially independent and never have to ask their parents for money again. So at 25, they're expecting to be in the industry that they choose, not Mm -hmm. a job that they have while they're getting there. Right. Got it. 26 years old, the first time they move in with a significant other. Their first marriage will be at 28 years old. But 25% say they never plan to marry. Their first kid, also 28 years old. So I expect uh, a lot more uh, shotgun weddings. I was going to say, why do you think they're getting married? <laughs> Millennials think they're going to buy their first house at 30. Paying off the last of their student loans, Ooh. 31. Damn. Buy their first house at 30, get done paying off the debt at 31. Start saving for retirement at 36. And that's pretty late in the game, according to most experts. Yeah, I'm t- especially that study. If, yeah, especially if you plan on retiring at 56 as a millionaire. Yeah, that study we just had, but two weeks ago, basically just put all of us, our 30, all of my 37 year old peers and myself on notice. Like, whoa, we are screwed. What age does it say that you uh, get uh, fired from the industry and you have to go through your 401k just to survive? Is there any that's reality not, in do that? Do not ask about that. Okay. That is a big reality for a lot of people that don't think about that sort of thing. The survey also found the number one thing millennials are currently saving up for is 
vacation. Oh, I was going to say that. Damn it. A week in Tahiti. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I hear good things about Tahiti. Moon, and somebody somebody on the uh, Facebook page, on the Richard Facebook page, sent over a, a message that said, as far as behaviors go, which I don't agree with this, but they said, as far as behavior goes, you skew more towards the millennial side than I do, even though our ages are different. How is that? I don't know. Oh, God, let's not get into this. Okay, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they're a professional. <laughs> Here we go. Show your research. I, I don't know behavior-wise what classifies you as a millennial. Like, what are like some millennial behaviors? Uh, if you call, if you call Moon a millennial, triggered. <laughs> no. All right, let's do some news. Oh yeah, we gonna do some news. News sponsored by Club Fitness. Boy, a lot of silliness here. This story is ridiculous, and I'm talking local. There are. One, two, it, it seems like three morons here. If all is to be believed. 71, uh, 71-year-old Robert uh, Matuzzi and his 30-year-old son, Angelo, are accused of beating up and trying to drown somebody during a Pokemon Go hunt in Kirkwood. Okay. First off, that's still a thing? Apparently it is. This was on Monday in the uh, 500 block of Adams. The victim thought that Robert and Angelo stole his gym, his Pokemon Go gym, and police say that he threw a bottle of Gatorade at their car. The victim denies that part. Robert, that's the dad, the 71-year-old dad playing Pokemon Go, later found this guy at a different part of the park threw the Gatorade bottle back at him, nailing him in the head. Then it got even more nuts. And there's video. Video from a bystander shows Robert holding the guy down while Angelo punched him in the face. Oh, God. Then the victim claims that both Robert and Angelo tried to drown him at the pond over there. You got to be kidding me. Wow. (laughs) He suffered cuts on his face, a broken fingertip, and police say a traumatic uh, eye injury. The victim says this isn't his first time uh, going at it with this particular family. He says he had a disagreement with another family member over a Pokemon Go game last year. <laughs> Man. They take their Pokemon seriously. Serious All three of them, huh? Wow. It is fun. <laughs> How about the dad? That's great. <laughs> How about the 71-year-old dad, Robert? Come on, Robert. All playing Pokemon Go, and it was a it was a disagreement over a, a virtual gym. You got to be kidding me! <laughs> and now they're in trouble, charged with assault, and this guy's got a traumatic eye injury. Meanwhile, the uh, Pokemons are getting away, although or whatever. You know, you did throw the Gatorade bottle at the car. That's true. Pokemons. <laughs> Jeff, I know that just dated Jeff. So all these Pokemons are getting away from everybody. <laughs> Hey, you know what? When you when you find Squirtle, you got to throw down. <laughs> Anything could happen. All right, the mayor of Edwardsville is taking some heat. His name is uh, Hal Patton. Mayor Hal is also a state Senate candidate. Have you seen this, Moon? No. Have you seen this story? Okay, so oh boy. a picture of him has surfaced. Uh, I'm talking about the mayor. He was at a Halloween party about 10 years ago. 
And Mayor Hal is in an orange football jersey. I did read this. He's wearing a black bandana on his head and is in... Blackface. You got it. You got it. Always a great decision when it comes to Halloween. I, I can't think of one time where this has gone wrong. Now, remember, oh, this wait, was... every time. This Sorry, was, every time. This was 10 years ago, so 2008. Oh, oh okay. Back before there was racism. Yeah, okay, was, good. All right. You remember the year uh, 2008 is when this was acceptable. Yeah, Everybody was like, It was hey, the year of blackface. Guys, yeah. 2008, we're cool with blackface. That was the hot costume. Yeah, we're cool with it. It was it, like guys. 08, and that's it, right? Yep. Yeah. yep. From from January 1st, 2008 to January or December 31st, 2008. In it became unacceptable. Dude, in 2009, they go, we must put an end to this. Blackface in 2008 was still a bad idea. So, uh, in a statement released from his office, the mayor confirms that, yep, it's him. Quote, having served the public for almost 20 years as an Edwardsville alderman, Madison County board member, and now as mayor, I have been on the ballot 10 different times and involved in many challenging races. So, nothing really surprises me in terms of the nasty tricks opponents will try. Typically, the more desperate the opponent, the lower they will go. There have been threats to use this particular picture in my last three races. It was taken at an annual couple's Halloween costume party where a husband and wife try to pair their outfits. My wife was set on wearing a pink dress and wrapping it in cellophane to look like a piece of bubble gum. My choice, because I was thinking, what is this outfit? Like, so orange football jersey, black bandana, black face. What are you trying to be? Is it, and is, is that a whistle hanging around his neck? I'm not sure. I bet, I bet it's like a gold chain. Because I get what I... Listen, I don't get, but I understand what he was trying to do here. I'll give you what I would have done. Okay, so Moon, the wife is pink dress, uh, uh, wrapped in cellophane, looking like a piece of bubble gum. What is he supposed to be as bandana, blackface, orange football jersey? Or was it orange basketball jersey? No, it's a football jersey. Uh, what I'm, is he supposed to be? I'm looking at it How now. is he supposed to pair up with that? I the wife don't, is bubblegum. He is a... I don't have a clue. He is a rapper. W-R-A-P-P-E-R. So he's dressed as a rapper. R-A-P-P-E-R. So it's clever. I'm a rapper with the gum. That actually kind of makes it worse. Guess what? You could have easily done this costume. Dressed as Vanilla Ice. Dressed as Eminem. Yeah. It could have easily been done. Or you could have just dressed up as as a as a white guy with an upside down visor yeah. and wore a gold chain and been like, yo, 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 I'm a rapper. That's it. That's it. You got it. You just got it. <laughs> That's it. Instead, you you push your chips all in with yeah. the uh... <laughs> <laughs> And I want you to show me the picture, sir, on where you went, this is what a rapper looks like. Well, I mean, what photo did you find? <laughs> Where here it is. This is yeah, I typed is in rapper. Enter <laughs> Google Images. Who's this, this based off up. of what rapper is this based off of? I'd love to know what his little wristband says too, because it says "I love something." What a bummer! Well, I wonder if it's bubble gum. What did he say about it? Did he say it was a stupid move? Uh, my choice uh, to pair up. Uh, we're gonna go as it. We're, we're uh, to go as a school desk or a rapper. A rapper outfit with a microphone and face paint was chosen, not as a racial statement, but due to the fact that most rappers are African-American. Looking back, it was a bad choice for an outfit. You think? 
I regret it and apologize to those it offends. Well, good. Okay, well. Then all is well. Let's not do that again. He's running for the 56th state uh, Senate district seat this November. And then he goes on to say, anyone who knows me knows that I do not judge people by their race and nationality. I grew up in a household that taught how to love others, not to hate. And my, my friends, former classmates, employees, dental patients, and current coworkers at the city would all confirm this. So, um, not a racist, you're just a dummy. Why is this guy not going to Halloween as Will Ferrell? He looks like his doppelganger. They could be twins. You go as every Will Ferrell character before you go with rapper. <laughs> yeah, but I get it. He's going to match up with his wife. I get that, too. Will and Ferrell probably likes, you know, gum. You, you know what else? You I know, bet she's thinking he should have gone as the, de- as the desk. Yep. And you know what yeah. else is, is, is something kind of funny about this? This guy ain't young. You know what no, I'm saying? It was, a, it was a poor choice. Yeah. It was a poor choice for outfits. It was uh, somebody should have gone, ah, you know how? The wife should have gone, you know what? Ah. Yeah. Maybe take the shoe polish off your face, and that's. Yeah. You could still go as a rapper. Hey there, MC Hal. You may want to just stop. <laughs> What's the uh, Jamie Kennedy character? Yeah, for uh, B Rabbit. Oh, uh, no, B Rad. Are you talking about for Malibu's Most Malibu's Wanted? Malibu's Most Wanted. He could have gone as that rapper. Yeah. Uh, police in Alton are looking for the two guys caught on surveillance video responsible for robbing two pharmacies. Around 3 a.m. yesterday, they robbed the Walgreens on Washington Avenue. They assaulted an employee, knocked her down, and beat her. And then before a manager scared them off, they got away with about 30 grand worth of opioids. Jeez. 30 grand. That's like three pills. I know the cost of pharmaceuticals. Yes, apparently you, you do. Did you, like, I saw more details on this. So they walked in and they told the cashier, they go, put your hands behind your back. And she got scared and mm-hmm. she screamed. And that's when they jumped the counter and beat the crap out yeah. of her. Cops also said they robbed a CVS nearby a couple days earlier. Same thing, took bills. Anyone with info is asked to call the Alton Police Department. Sad to say that the first heat-related death of the year happened in St. Louis County. Uh, last Thursday, that was confirmed by a medical examiner. Man. 70-year-old Medea Hendricks, who lives in South County, was the victim. She didn't have a working air conditioning. She had called a repairman about her broken unit the day before. That sucks. Dude, nobody, nobody should go out like that. No. No, and you know, and and in every article I read about that story, I mean, there are cooling centers around. There are people to call. I know it's cliche, check on the old people. It's cliche for a reason. <laughs> That's why I call Jeff every. Supposed, thank you, man. Every half hour yeah. on the on on the half hour. How are we feeling, Jeff? <laughs> Wellness check. Jeff, did you remember to turn your AC on? There's no stranger in your passenger seat right now, is there? <laughs> oh, before we hit the break and uh, get to the uh, get to the national stories after. Remember, I went to uh, Springfield over the winter. My son had a hockey tournament up yep. there. Oh yeah. We went over there and uh, went to the Lincoln Library and Museum. Yeah. And what did I miss? The hat. Yeah, I missed the hat. You hit the ice, but you missed the hat. I remember you fell. I don't know why I, I fell in the that. parking lot. Yes, <laughs> it was icy. I fell in the parking lot. We you did the museum. You missed did the, the hat. whole thing except for one part. The part where everyone wants to see the hat. Lincoln's famous stovepipe hat. Well, there's a possibility I could buy that sucker. Apparently, the museum isn't doing well. Big time debt. The woman who runs the museum's private foundation said that they are more than $9 million short 
on a $23 million loan used to buy Lincoln artifacts from a private collector. The money's due next year. And one way to get money fast? Auction off things. Auction off Lincoln's belongings. So most of his prized possessions are in danger of being sold off. His gloves, a quill pen, a fan that belonged to uh, his wife Mary, and the hat. That would be a great uh, accessory to a Halloween costume. Mm-hmm. What are you guys supposed to be? I'm Abraham Lincoln. Uh, it's cool. It's a pretty authentic hat. Oh, it is the it authentic is, hat. It is. His hat. I don't know what it's going to go for. Eight bucks at least. Yeah. At least right. eight bucks. At least. <laughs> at least. <laughs> at minimum. Yeah, I bet you that's going to be quite expensive. One would think. You know, some rich person's going to buy it, just lend it to the library still. Probably. Oh, that is a pretty rad museum, to be honest with you. Never been. It's and pretty I neat. I think we can mark this as the first time in history that somebody has said rad and museum in mm-hmm. the same sentence. I, no, somebody else said that. <laughs> Maybe in the early 90s, late 80s. But The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Hey, what do you think about that museum? Rad. Real rad. It's pretty bodacious. That's what I was going to say. I like to keep it modern. You got it. Pseudo. <laughs> All right, the phone number 314 969 dude. 314 969 3833. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com/slash/riz. So I said the Lincoln Museum was rad. Mm-hmm. And Patrico, uh, I'm paraphrasing here, nobody ever put the words rad and museum in the same sentence. At least next to each other. Well, somebody's got to apologize to me. Go ahead, Tones. I don't know why I apologize to you. I didn't really say anything else. I think you actually owe me money. I'm going to let that slide. In an article posted on the uh, Post-Dispatch website uh, from February of 2018. So 2018, okay. That's just this year, isn't it? Pop superstar Gwen Stefani calls the City Museum rad. Yep, that's right. Gwen Stefani. She had another thing you and Gwen have in Uh common. (laughs) Ha ha. You both look great in yellow leather pants. Ah, and? And to this. And we've said uh, a museum was rad before. There you go. America's hat, Canada. They have become the second country in the world to legalize the recreational use of marijuana nationwide. What was the first? Anybody remember? Denmark. Canada is the second country in the world to legalize the recreational use of marijuana nationwide the first country was yeah. back in 2013 yeah that's right yep you're all right good job guys Thank i you, had man. to look it up crazy uh, we knew it. you just ask us man the cannabis act approved by the canadian senate allows the federal government to license producers to grow and sell weed products Meanwhile, private households will be authorized to grow up to four marijuana plants at a time. The prime minister, he will now decide when to allow the act to go into effect, and it could be as early as this September. Wow. So that's in Canada. They had the laws, but they were pretty lax on it for a number of years anyway. In Canada already? Yeah. Now it's all good up there. Now here in in the U.S., there are 29 states and Washington, D.C., 
that legally allow marijuana use, whether for medicinal purposes, recreationally, or both. But that doesn't mean it's okay for you to take your your stash onto a plane with you, even if you're flying from or to a state where it's legal. So in Washington State, it's legal, right? Recreational? Right. Legal? You can't go to the airport with your, with your weed. Legally. You cannot fly with it. That's because pot is still considered a controlled substance under federal law. And federal law prevails at all U.S. airports. Gotcha. Weren't they busting people uh, at the border? Was it Colorado and Kansas border? Because people were going to Colorado where it was legalized, and they were getting their gummies and, and what have you and bringing it back to Missouri or wherever they where were going, you know, Kansas, and there was like a, like a slew of arrests, people busted, getting busted on the highway. Oh, makes sense. In different states. Yeah, there was a... If you're going to Colorado and coming back, chances are... Yeah, you got it. Chances are you got weed on you. Yeah, the Kansas uh, police are going, we're right here. We know you're cutting through. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're waiting on you. Just passing through, guys. Yeah. And back to the Canada thing, too, depending on the province, because uh, I remember a, a few instances where they were pretty serious about it, but most of those festivals that we would play, I remember one one particular instance, we were playing a festival, and there were, there were officers right there, the, the RCMPs, were standing right there, and somebody lights up, and I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. And I remember the friend just goes, oh, man, they don't, they don't care about it up here. As long as, man, it's cool. Yeah, as long as I'm not selling or something <laughs> like that or waving it in people's face. Well, the Huffington Post spoke to some experts who said that even though the TSA is looking for security threats and something like uh, marijuana is low priority for them, that doesn't mean you couldn't potentially get into trouble if it's found during a security screening. Local police could be called in, and it's up to them how hard they want to be on you. The bottom line is, it's a risk to fly with weed. I mean, are you going to take a chance? To me, it's not worth it. Uh, I mean, where are you going that when you land, you can't find some? To me, it's not worth it. 90% of the people that I know that, that, that use it recreationally would never, ever fly with it. Never put themselves or whoever they're traveling with at risk. No. But there are those guys. And they will tell you story after story about the crazy ways that they've tried to hide it. I know, it and I, I know the stories too, and I've been told the stories. As well. Oh my goodness! And every time, I, a buddy that occasionally plays in a band that uh, that Goldfinger plays with uh, a lot, I just saw him at a festival, and he flew, and it was like again telling us a story like, "Oh, I just flew it again." And I, I, every time, I'm like, "What are you doing, yeah, it's dude? Not like, worth it? Are you insane? You can't find weed here. Number one. Yeah. Number two is." Eventually, your luck is going to run out. That's yeah. what I say every time. Especially I'm like, well, it's if you're good to see you again. Especially if you're excited about telling the story, that means you got away with something, which means eventually you're not going to get eventually away with it. Yeah, take a yeah and yeah. he even tells it in a nervous way too. And I'm like, dude, you smell like weed out of the shower. Yeah. If I if I'm driving home every day and every day I'm going 85, and uh, hey, most of the time I don't get a ticket. Right. But I'm eventually I'm going to pass a cop. Uh huh. Oh uh, yeah. We had one. We knew one guy. It's a, this crew guy, worldwide tour guy. He's always on planes, and he always had to have his own stash. So he was always flying with it. And he flew to foreign countries. And there are certain countries where you land. It doesn't matter if it's weed or cocaine or whatever it is. There'll be a banner that says, "You bring drugs here, we'll kill you." Oh, 
you know, in, I told you about that. In, in Indonesia, in the airport, mm-hmm. there oh, was yeah. a giant sign with a gun, and it said, bring Not drugs in, you'll die. Can you imagine being the guy that has wow. to make that, that sign? Hey, what do you got to do today? Make sure you cut the grass and hose <laughs> down the wall, and make that sign that says, we'll kill you if you have drugs. Don't forget to make that <laughs> yeah, sign. and this guy would fly everywhere with I mean, I've, you know, I've had people tell me they flew with edibles. I guess that's safer, or, uh, you know, you don't carry a large amount on you. Don't do it. Yeah, there's, I mean... Kind of like what Jeff said. If if you need it that bad to where you are going to fly on a plane with it, you can more than likely find it yeah, somewhere when you land. Call ahead. Yeah, call ahead. Call ahead. Yeah, call ahead seating. Well, I got an update to a story we had for you uh, last year. 23-year-old Albert Maruna was arrested last December in Ohio as part of a sex thing. So he thought he was talking with a 15-year-old boy online, but it was actually an undercover officer, thank God. So Albert managed to... Managed to to get a meeting with this kid. Well, thought it was kid. Telling him he planned to bring lube, Sprite, and chicken Alfredo with him to the date. Yeah. Do you remember this story? Yeah. When he was arrested, he had an iPhone, a MacBook, three zip drives, a bottle of lube, Vaseline, two bottles of Sprite, and chicken Alfredo and a Tupperware. If anything, is a man of his word. Well, he was just sentenced to serve a whopping... Seven days in jail. Seven days? Yep. That's all he got. He'll also be on house arrest for a whopping 120 days. And we'll have to register as a sex offender. So the Alfredo Creeper. Seven days in jail. Back in May, people were uh, complaining that a splash park in Washington, D.C. smelled like sewage. You know the splash parks. There's one down here at uh, Keener Plaza. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh not, right. not at Keener Plaza. Is it Soldier's Memorial? Yeah, I think it is. Right right in the middle yes, there? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And remember, they were, it was so hot, the kids were getting burned on their feet. What is, there was one of these splash pads in D.C., and people were like, hey, man, this smells like sewage. And the park people said, ah, it's just mulch, like mulch that was dropped on the pad. No big deal. So they installed a strainer. No dice. Now there was a bunch of kids puking after being on the splash pad. And the sewage smell was back. Guess what the problem was? Wasn't there manure in some mulch? Yeah, but they were like, they were probably, it was mulch probably from the park. Okay. You know, cow manure is is harmless, I guess. But guess what the problem really was? It was actual sewage. Oh my God. It was sewage backing up, and the kids were in the splash park, and it was a sewage on them. Oh, my So the splash park was not water. Uh, It was was duty. Duty. Oh, that's crappy. So the city closed the pad down, and on social media, one parent said her kid got an eye infection after playing Everybody's got pink eye. And the Everybody's got pink eye. Pink eye all around. The Get sewers farted on Mother Nature's pillow. I don't have pink oh, eye. Man. I got pink eyes. Uh, and what a great uh, job the city did shutting the place down. Even though that was uh, it was supposedly shut down yesterday, one parent still was able to take their kid there to cool off. What? Unaware the park was closed until he saw a sign. They didn't put the warning sewage sign up? Sorry, folks. <laughs> Parks closed. Boost off front. I told you. <laughs> oh man. Oh man, that smell of sewage. We figured out what it was. So sewage. Here's, here's a face tattoo guy. And this guy may be in trouble for a lot of things, but 
Guys, false advertising is definitely not one of them. It's this 24-year-old guy. His name is Michael Vines. Look up his mugshot if you haven't seen it already. Uh, trust me. I've seen it. Idiot. Michael Vines crashed his super sweet Toyota Camry into a pole in Greenville, South Carolina on Saturday. Michael has a... Have you seen the picture, Moon? No. Have you uh, seen yes. the picture, Jeff? Yo, yes. yes. Michael has a giant gun tattoo on his forehead. Stupid idiot. <laughs> and not I mean, even a good-looking one. From a distance, like, is, this a, is this a ray gun? Is it a, a 45? What am I, I looking know. at? If you could position it to where the handle is between my eyes, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, he's got the grip between his eyes. Oh, the handle. The magazine The magazine is half out, isn't it? Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, the whole thing looked bizarre. It's a bizarre, terrible tattoo. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Talk about talk about putting put pushing your chips all in. <laughs> when you get a gun tattooed on your forehead, no, you're, no. you've pushed your the yeah. chips of life all the way in. Let me tell <laughs> let me tell you this, okay? This guy here, and my nephew is very talented when it comes to drawing. He's 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 a young teen. This looks like my nephew drew this. Not a tattoo artist. Yeah, it's a, t- it's a bad it's yeah. a bad drawing. You think the artist went, "Are you sure?" Yeah, let's follow Let's follow the, the line of your nose, or maybe your hairline, or it's nothing. Not, it's not even central to anything. <laughs> Just stick it on there. Yeah, it's off-centered. <laughs> it's off-centered. It's at a weird angle. I don't even think it has a where, trigger. Where do you, that's, that's you go. Where do you want it? Anywhere. <laughs> All right. Yeah, whatever, man. I'm just going to doze off. Just put it anywhere. I don't man. care. I think the idea will get across to the public that, that views it, so it, it, you can just put it How anywhere. many hats do you think this guy owns? <laughs> Oh, so, yeah, okay. all right, so uh, you want to be employed, unemployed for the rest of your life? Okay, here <laughs> you go. He's definitely got the extended <laughs> clip in there. The only place you can get a job is at a gun store. Mm. Oh, dude, no way. I don't think a gun store would hire that. On the off chance. That tattoo is not hired. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I really don't think there's a trigger. I think there is. It's just kind of blobbed in because it, it wasn't. There's, it's I not great the, line uh, work. I want Damn. the unhirable for the rest of my life tattoo. <laughs> What's, I mean, we, if we you need a forehead gun tattoo. Take, take a step back and try your best here to forget about the fact that it's a it's a it's a gun tattooed on the face. It's a terribly done tattoo. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Not, like it's not even a good gun tattoo on your face. <laughs> I feel Everything bad. about it is terrible. I feel bad for this guy. <laughs> well, because, but, I, mean, I don't feel bad at all. I don't either because he's got had... a dermal on his face too, which is also a bad decision when you're a male. Yeah, but the strange. Well, I don't know. The strange thing about this is this is a tattoo that's your twelfth face tattoo. But he has no neck <laughs> tattoos. He has no. There's no yeah, other visible tattoos. He didn't he ease into the face tattoo no, world. It was just give this. me a gun between my eyes and do it now. Like, I, dude, I'm assuming this guy has a really difficult past, and I feel bad for the guy. I don't. That's probably a good point. There's probably some issue that led nah. him to this particular yes, point. Yes. Oh boy. This is not. He didn't go to a tattoo parlor for this. This is a friend did this for him. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Could be somebody trying to get their license, as a matter of fact. Yeah, well, usually, don't you practice on, like, a, an orange? Yeah, or yourself, whatever. Or yourself. I think oh, when you're doing... Maybe, do, when maybe you're, this is a self-tattoo. Let me see your... When you're in the your apprentice program, I think you have to do, like, 50 tattoos or something before you get your 75 or something like that. Well, so he crashes... This was one. <laughs> gun, gun forehead tattoo guy, Michael, crashes Toyota Camry into a pole. 
And Michael's not allowed to own guns because he is a convicted felon. But uh, firefighters on the scene told the cops they might have seen Michael toss a gun into the grass. So police did a thorough search, found his loaded thirty-eight, And he was charged with illegal weapons possession, reckless driving, and driving with a suspended license. This is a guy notorious for just bad decisions. Yeah, man. Dude's only 24, still a kid. If you've ever found yourself going insane because somebody in front of you was driving too slowly in the left lane, we've all been there. Mm -hmm. This is a story for you. The left lane is for what? Passing. 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 And definitely not slow in traffic. So a state trooper in Indiana was on Interstate 65, about 35 miles south of Indianapolis. This is on Saturday. He noticed a huge backup in the left lane and realized it was because a woman was driving under the speed limit, which was 70. And there were about 20 cars stuck behind her. I mean, it's infuriating. You're in the left lane. You go in the speed limit, if not under. And you can't, you're so ignorant to the fact that there are people backing up behind you. Yeah. There have been times where I've noticed myself in that far left lane and I've been going I, the speed limit and, and I, I look over. back and I go, and I go oh, oh damn. Oh, and boy. I get over. Yeah. And I move over right away. But you're not checking your mirrors at all. You don't yeah. look around and you don't notice the 20 cars behind you. Well, anyway, this cop pulled her over. Under Indiana state laws, the left lane is for passing. So if you're going under the speed limit, you're legally required to get into the right lane. This woman didn't. She got a ticket. And the general consensus on social media seems to be this cop is a hero. His tweet about what happened has gotten over 28,000 retweets. And a lot of comments from people asking him to come patrol their states. Hmm. That's we, pretty awesome. We applaud you, mm-hmm. sir. Job well done. And uh, finally, in your news, a uh, 20-year-old California woman has uh, shared an important message about what people should do if they're approached by a service dog without its owner. I thought this was kind of an important thing here. Yeah. So if you're, let's say, at the mall, let's say you're out at a park, you see a service dog walk up to you, and it's got, you know, the service dog vest on it. Which usually says, I'm a service dog. Don't touch me. Yep. What do you do? I don't know. What, what, what do you, what do you if mean? If you are sitting there and, and a service dog without the owner oh. comes up to you, okay. what do you do? Uh, I would, It usually, it was probably on a leash. If it is leashed, I would grab the leash. Would you grab the leash? And then I would wait right exactly where I am. I wouldn't go anywhere. I would wait exactly where I am. But you know... People who own service dogs, or you've been around them, they're they're very they're, they're very passionate when they say don't touch the dog. I get right. it, but now the normally dog is the, not with you though. Normally the dog's vest will even say that. Yeah. Say, don't touch me, I'm yeah, a service don't, dog. Don't pat or which which I get, but again, you are no longer with the dog. So maybe the dog has for some reason wandered away and you are not I looking for your dog. I would not know what to do in this situation. I would the first thing I would do is get down to the dog's level. Kneel down to the dog's level. Don't get in its face, but get down to Here's the dog's level. Here's what I would level. do. For, well, first I would cur- curl up into the fetal position. That, that's bear. I think you're talking about the <laughs> Oh, no, it's thing. climbing to a tree. <laughs> Turn your hand over knuckles It's a runaway up. in a zigzag pattern. That's, is that it? Yeah. 
All right, so this 20-year-old woman from California, her name is uh, Tessa. She has autism and epilepsy. And she's got this service dog, Raider, with her. And it's trained to get help if she has a seizure. So Tessa, she was she uh, was at some place and she tripped. And Raider the dog took off. So she tripped, she fell. Raider the dog took off thinking she needed help. So once Tessa gathered herself, she went looking for the dog and found him trying to get the attention of a visibly annoyed woman who was trying to swat the dog away. Oh, I, that is ridiculous. And Tessa was embarrassed. She grabs the dog and she bounced. And later she realized that, you know, maybe some people might not be aware of what to do when they're approached by a service animal. Not a service animal and the owner, just a service animal on its own. So she wrote uh, a Tumblr and a, and a Twitter post that went viral. Quote, if a service dog without a person approaches you, it means the person is down and in need of help. Don't get scared. Don't get annoyed. Follow the dog. So, 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 so the, mm. where I messed up was I said I would stay there, but I'm assuming if you would pick up the leash, the dog would lead you to the owner. Possibly. So maybe just instead of picking up the leash and staying where you are, but who knows pick if up you, the leash if and you go. would be picking up the leash and just going, don't go anywhere, stay here, you know, in case the, in case the owner comes back. Yeah. Huh. Interesting, huh? Yeah, very. And that's your news brought to you by Travers RV in Eureka, Missouri. Uh, welcome back. ESPN, the magazine, is putting out their body issue next week. Yeah, I got to go do my shoot uh, for them. You didn't make it because I got the list. I got the list of athletes that are going to be in the issue. So they released the lineup yesterday. We don't have the pictures yet. We just know who it's going to be. Yeah, I there's think the been only some picture, silhouettes that the only picture out. we saw was uh, Ric Flair's daughter, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that was a photo of her photo shoot. Yeah, like and a behind-the-scenes kind of thing. You can see I side boob. see your boobies. Side boob, at least. I mean, everybody's seen her boobies, though. Really? Huh? huh? I never oh, did. She, had, she was part of that huge leak. I, didn't, I don't think I saw them. Yeah, they are very fake. And in yeah, you my could personal tell from, opinion, not well done. You could tell from the side they're very fake. Just a side boob action. Yeah. But here, just some highlights. Who's going to be in the body issue from ESPN Magazine next week? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I are, saw that. Yeah, okay. Those are not great. As I mentioned, Charlotte Flair from the WWE. Carl Anthony Towns from the Timberwolves. The rookie New York Giants running back. Uh, that's uh, that Barkley guy. How do you say his first name? Isn't it Saqui or Saquon? Saquon. Saquon. Saquon Barkley. Uh, let me see. Um, Yasiel Puig from the Dodgers. Softball player Lauren Chamberlain. Crystal Dunn from the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team. Adam Rippon from the Olympics. Uh, Olympic uh, medal-winning figure skater. How about 63-year-old golf legend Greg the Shark Norman? Yeah, how about yeah. He is proud of himself. He He's eating that fin. Now, here's my question. Do they let him wear the hat? You got to <clears> wear that. Just the hat. Jerry Rice going to be in the body issue. 
Cross country skier Jesse Diggins. I don't know who that is, but oh, Jay Diggs, yeah. Couple uh, WNBA players in there as well. Oh, it looks like Norman is not wearing the hat. Oh, his picture's out. Well, oh, that's I'm, the thing I'm that he. I think he Instagrammed not too long ago. Did you so say last Jesse, Jesse Diggins? Yes. Not down. No, Greg Norman. A couple years. Ago, I think it was maybe earlier this year or last year. He posed nude on Instagram. Is that the picture of him next to like a lake or whatever, I mean, a body of water? Oh no, this says ESPN. Yeah. Oh, oh really? That's, that's not him. That's, that's not uh, Norman. That's is what's it, his name? A golfer. Yeah, that's uh, the guy that always wore black. Old golfer. He's not wearing black in this picture. But his picture <laughs> is in black and white. Come on, South yeah, African. Let me see. Ernie Els? No. Man, Sergio Garcia? No, he's Arnold Palmer era guy. Ben Hogan? No. I just I just got it off. Ah, oh, I have no idea. This guy. Damn it, anyway. Who is that? Who, who's this? What's what his name? A golf question. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> you do know him. You do Ose know Thiessen, the name, though. Name huh? Ostheason? No. He's very famous. Did you sneeze? Who's uh, the character in Tin Cup? Okay, this guy's name is... Well, that's not him either. Uh, Gary Player. Gary Player. Okay. Thank you. Thank God we got that done. All right. ESPN, the body issue, in in stores next week. I think Megan Rapinoe's in it, too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Do I have I, her on my list? I bet she's you they dating will not. A, uh, she's dating, a, oh, yeah. dating okay. a WNBA player as well. They will not yeah, allow. That's from years ago. Okay, Megan Rapinoe, oh, yeah. yeah. They that's won't from let like him wear the hat. 2012 or something. Are we good? Any more questions? No, I think we're good, man. The Rizzuto Show Sports. I'll just borrow Jeff's copy. I'll just look at all the pictures online. I'll be on there. All right, here is Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. Loving air locations, all the games, all the time. Tommy Fiam, Colton Wong, Matt Carpenter all went deep in the Cardinals' win against the Phillies last night. Uh, it took all nine as Carpenter hit his homer in the top half of the last inning, put the Cardinals up 7-6, to six, and that's your final score. Today we've got ourselves... Day baseball. Today? You got oh, it, man. Day ball? Cardinals wrap up their series with a 12 5 game. Today, uh, Michael Walker gets we the We got start. day baseball. Day baseball. <laughs> uh, so San Francisco Giants closer Hunter Strickland. He was uh, pitching on Monday night, and he blew a save. He got pulled from the game, walked down to the clubhouse, punched a door, man. broke his hand. You are out eight weeks. Obviously, he punched the door with his non-pitching hand, right? Nope. that would be the... Oh. It was his pitching hand. You're a dummy. Perfect. Out wow. eight weeks. Have I love those that. stories. Yeah. Uh, yesterday during World Cup action, Japan beat Colombia two to one. Senegal beat Poland two to one. Russia beat Egypt three to one. Today, Ronaldo and Portugal are actually taking on Morocco right now, and they are up one to nothing. Uh, Ronaldo scored. It's Ronaldo. Yep, you got it. Four minutes in. Uh, is I, I I always so is it Uruguay or is it Uruguay or do we not know Uruguay? 4K. Okay. Uh, Saudi Arabia they play at ten, and Iran takes on Spain at one p.m. So you know North America got the World Cup in twenty twenty six. So now there's all speculation. Where where are they going to play? Like, what cities will have a World Cup match? So I think it was the Washington Post. Yeah, this is from the Washington Post. They had a list of the uh, the contenders as far as getting a game goes or getting a group of games. The front runners, I mean, these are some of the obvious ones. New York at MetLife Stadium. Uh-huh. Los Angeles with the Rose Bowl and also yeah. the new Kroenke Stadium. Mexico City, that's a shoe-in. Yep. Boston will probably get some World Cup action. Because Bob Kraft, you know, the uh, the owner of the uh, Gillette Stadium and the owner of the Patriots, yeah. I guess he was the uh, honorary chairman of the bid. 
Oh, gotcha. Uh, so they'll probably get it. What about some? What about some it. cities in Florida? Dallas, Shuin, Miami, Jacksonville, anywhere down there? Ah, uh, maybe Orlando because they got the new stadium. Maybe yeah. Guadalajara and uh, Monterey, as far as Mexico goes. The contenders: Atlanta, Washington D.C., FedEx Field. Oh yeah. Atlanta with uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, yep. that new one, with the retractable roof. Houston, Miami. There we go. Oh yeah. Toronto, Seattle. Oh, oh yeah, Seattle, Seattle would be great. Yeah. And the San Francisco Bay Area, Levi Stadium in San Jose, not San Francisco. They're saying. Uh, as far as uh, long shots go, is St. Louis on the list? Hell no. No, no. not even close. Is there Hello? a really, really long shot list? No. Oh, they're also saying Philly, Montreal, Denver, and Orlando, as far as contenders go. As far as the long shots, Baltimore, and they say pinch between Washington and Philly, they're probably out of luck. Edmonton is a long shot if Canada gets all three proposed venues, or if Montreal or Toronto has a problem, it'll go to Edmonton. Nashville, cool city, good stadium, but too much competition for limited slots, they're saying. Kansas City, Arrowhead Stadium is appealing, but there are too many superior choices, and Cincinnati uh, perhaps an upstart in the making, not like that. Mm-hmm. So St. Louis not on the list. Yeah. I would think we had a couple successful soccer games here in, at Bush Stadium. No. Sure did. Telling you, dude. Also, it has a lot to do with politics. And St. Louis yep. has looked at professional soccer and basically went get out. So that is exactly how yeah, professional we, soccer will now look. I doubt that you see a national game here uh, for a few years. Yeah, we shot ourselves in the foot, man. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think we've done ourselves any favors. And 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 if you were them looking at this area, you would favor Kansas City with Arrowhead. With that qualifying match we went to. Again, I, that I is before it, the vote happened. We had great momentum going, and it was we slowed ourselves. Just about sold out Bush Stadium. I know. The women's match, the Liverpool match that was here. I know. I would like nothing nothing more than that to happen, but they're, they would look at Kansas City and Nashville way before they even considered us. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a shame. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks player, remember Sterling uh, Brown, where he was... Uh, unjustly uh, basically uh, taken down by police after being double parked in a Walgreens parking lot at like 3 a.m. Well, he has now sued the city of Milwaukee and its police department in federal court yesterday, charging that police officers' use of a stun gun during that arrest uh, was excessive force. And, uh, I mean, he's got a real good case here because that body cam footage came out and it did not look good for the police. But he has officially sued the city of Milwaukee and its police department. And this is after the uh, the chief of police came out and said, that they apologized and no charges were brought to against Brown, but uh, still going through with the charges here. And speaking of the NBA, the draft is tomorrow night. People in the area here chatting about Michael Porter Jr. And it looks like, which shockingly, he could go as early as number two in the draft. And uh, he could fall to around 10th in the draft. Not sure. But regardless, lots of people are saying that his intel from his time at Mizzou is just poor. Like, everything coming back from his, his time at Mizzou is bad, bad, bad. Now, this is what I love. He was asked yesterday to pick a player that he felt comparable to. And he at first said Kevin Durant, one of the best in the league. And then he said Tracy McGrady, who at one time was one of the best in the league. And then during the interview in which he named the players that he would compare himself to, he said, Jesus. He said, man, I love being compared to these guys. These are amazing players. You compared yourself to them. (laughs) 
The dude's crazy. I love it when I compare myself to the best. Also, uh-huh. yesterday, the Cleveland Cavaliers said if he is available at number eight, they're probably going to draft him. So we'll see where he goes tomorrow. I'm Patrico. That's your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. There is Udo Show. Headline Hoosh. Brought to you by Moritz Royce Jewelry. Check them out online, ninjabling.com. All right, today's Headline Hoosh story comes to us from Big Coppet Key, Florida, where a 48-year-old guy named Daryl Royal Riedel. Yes, Daryl Royal Riedel. He was pulled over last Thursday for drunk driving, and he got out of his car with a 12-ounce can of Bush beer in his hand. Yeah, he did. And proceeded to chuck it. <laughs> what evidence? One more for the road. If I'm getting arrested, I might as well go out in a blaze of glory. He was arrested for DUI, which is his eighth. Fourth one. Yeah, well, I was going to say fourth one. He's well on his way. He's halfway there to eight. There you go. From Big Cop at Key, Florida, 48-year-old Daryl Reutel Riedel. <laughs> you are today's <laughs> Headline Who. Oh, we're just talking about Saturday, Friday night, myself and Jeff at the Hot Shots in St. Charles for the next Miss Hot Shots competition. That's going to be a party again. That'll be 9 p.m. Hot Shots in St. Charles. Join us, won't you? So we're going to talk about uh, food here for a second. So the website Delish.com, they uh, did a very informal survey about our breakfast eating habits. So I guess take these results with a grain of salt. All right, so normally, it's it's tough with us because we got such a weird schedule. We get such a weird schedule. And we, when we eat breakfast, I mean, I'm sitting at my desk, I'm drinking a shake. Right. Do you eat breakfast, Jeff? Really? Um, not, I mean, during the week, no. I mean, I have that turkey sausage in the morning. That's it. That's it? Yeah. I, mean, I eat during the show, but I don't like... You, you eat right before we go on. Yeah. Like today, I had my protein shake upstairs. But usually, I make something, and then I eat it right before we go on the air. Moon? I usually have uh, an apple on the way in, and then just kind of scrounge for different things. Yeah, I mean, most people that do this, we're, we're grazing pretty much the whole time. Well, so the question yeah. was, do you eat breakfast first thing or wait an hour or two? See, when I'm home... Well, I, I, wait, I wait an hour or two. Oh, yeah, right. when, I, when I'm home, I wait about an hour. I wish I could eat before I even get out of bed. When That's I'm home on the weekends, I get up and I make breakfast. Correct. Yeah. I do that same thing. Same thing. Yeah, but you're, yeah. you're not ingesting anything probably within the first half hour of being awake. Oh, yeah, I, it, oh. you know, the time to make breakfast. Oh, God. Ten minutes after I'm up, if I'm not eating, I'm going crazy. If we're, as a family, going to go to breakfast or something, and I'm up before everybody else, and everybody's have something first. putting makeup on and everything, I'll be downstairs having a bagel with peanut butter or something. 63% of people usually wait a while, while the other 30, 37% say they can't even function until they've had something. I'm sorry I missed the beginning of it. Are you just saying this is what people do, or it's unhealthy to eat right No, away? this is okay. what people do. This okay. are, These are habits. Gotcha. Do you prefer a sweet breakfast like pancakes or something savory like bacon and eggs? Man, I go back and forth. But savory. mostly savory. Savory. Never, savory for Never me. sweet. Very rarely sweet. 62% went with savory. 38% chose sweet. Now, when you go sweet, what do you go, though? Because I go pancakes immediately. I'll do a billion of them. Although I love me some French toast if, I'm in, if, I, if I got a hankering for it. I don't like French toast when I make it. Other than that, I'm going... I'm going, you know, pancakes. Pancakes. Waffles. Oh, good waffle. Mm, yeah. That waffles waffles are good too. I will rarely do cereal. Rarely. I don't remember the last time I did. 
Uh, do you pretty much always try to eat a healthy breakfast? Mm-mm. Yes. During the week, yes. On the weekends, all bets are off. Even, yeah. even when I, well, especially now with my lifestyle change, but I mean, even when I go out somewhere, I try and do healthy. If I'm going to the pancake house or the shack for breakfast, I mean, I'm there yeah. for a reason. Yeah. Did, I, did I tell you that? We, we, the, <laughs> You're not there to lose there's weight. A, no. There's a, there's, they opened up the shack in O'Fallon, Missouri. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Uh, we tried to go, and of course we made the mistake of trying to go on Father's Day at 9 o'clock. It was like an hour and 40 minute wait. I was like, I love you, but we will come back later. <laughs> yeah, it's a good place. You got to hit it at the right time. So we, we went we went to the hop or the hob, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. And uh, I, got, I went healthy there. I went healthy breakfast. Yeah. Well, I got the egg white spinach, spinach omelet. Doesn't that one place have the uh, the the no wait? Yeah, I, we weren't even thinking about it though. Like uh, it, it didn't even. Done the that. shack doesn't have the no wait app. Oh, thought, then it doesn't. I thought it did. Nope. Pancake what House. I, does. Oh, Pancake House. That's, that's what I've used it for. The shack. The shack, no. Yeah, are you talking about the the OG Pancake House? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You go there without the no wait app, and you just should be yeah. should be slapped. <laughs> Staff there is awesome, by the way. Yes. Uh, as far as the healthy, forty three percent claim they they eat a healthy breakfast. Fifty seven percent said sometimes, but they're not religious about it. Oh man, breakfast is so much fun, and the, my favorite items for breakfast have all been cut out of my diet recently mm. yes i'm the same i'm the same way as breakfast is my all-time favorite out of all the meals so i will go crazy unhealthy breakfast and then try to walk it back the rest of the yeah, day. yeah it sucks for health reasons you have to cut things out yeah yeah well it's not like i'm cutting out pancakes or something i'm i have to cut out eggs and the eggs are yeah. my jam oh, i'll eat man. eggs in every fashion sucks. you can think of do gone. you usually eat the same breakfast every day uh, i like to mix it up I think it isn't it healthy for you to do so, to to usually eat the same thing. I think it regulates your body and your digestion. Like you know, is used to five ex- days a week. I have the same thing. Yeah, well, because of here, yeah. and yeah. you're doing that. But I'm saying the people that have the options, isn't it far better for your body to 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 understand and know what nutrients it's going to get and like to get in a, a habitual, uh, you know, rotation of just a few meals for breakfast. If you if no, no repercussions whatsoever, what would your what would your plate be of breakfast? No repercussions physically, mentally, anything. None? What would it be? None, Ooh. zero. <sighs> scramby cheddar eggs. Yeah, it have to be eggs with some kind of cheese on it. First yep. of all, if you say uh, scramby, you have to be at a different booth than no us. No way. Yeah, the fun booth. That's fine. Um, bacon in multiple varieties, like English style. Full blown, like a like a, um, a candy a candied bacon. Probably a candied bacon with fat on it. See, I, I would like go. Crack. It hurts my teeth. Yeah, same here. Oh, candy really? bacon hurts my teeth. I've only liked candy bacon from one place, and that's our friends over at Beastcraft. Yeah, there's multiple ways you can do it. I would also I like I like a good turkey bacon, but I can't eat that no more either. I would uh, have to have uh, some kind of bread, uh, biscuit, mm. yeah, uh, toast. Bread's out. Biscuits and gravy for me. I know mine. Mine's simple. Egg over medium. Hash browns. Mine's two oh, eggs. Browns, mine's yeah. two eggs, sunny side up, strips of bacon, hash browns, chocolate milk. Have you ever? Ha- oh, chocolate milk. Have you guys had beans? God. Have you done the English beans? If you do it like an English brekkie and get the beans on the side, that was something that was out for me for quite some time until recently. This last time we were just in England, I did the you know the standard English breakfast and beans are great in the mm. morning Mm-mm. that uh, speaking of the og place again their sausage patties are ridiculous 
Uh, Ridiculous. Same breakfast every day, 40% uh, 40 said yes, uh, 60% mix it up. Mm. Do you love cereal or hate it? Love. Love. I think I hate it, but I'm fairly indifferent. I'm in the middle. I don't love it. I don't hate it. See, the problem is, what, 85% of of those things are sweet, and I hate sweet, really, except for the candy bacon. This is is one of the number one things that I'm bummed out about that I I can no longer eat, because I got to watch what I eat sugar-wise. And like I love frost or not frosted flakes, um, um, Lucky Charms and Fruit Loops and Tricks and. Sixty nine percent said they love it. Thirty one percent said they hate it. I guess there's no room for people who just like cereal. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had pizza for breakfast? Yes. Yes, but only thin crust um, leftovers. I've had it all. Yeah, same here. Sixty four percent. Yep, they've had it. Thirty six percent claim they never have. Do you I'm hate it sure or eat it cold? People. I usually oh, eat a cold. Yes, yeah, either here. way is fine. I usually do a cold. Speaking of cereal and in other food news, <laughs> food news. Uh, based on the way trends are going this fall, you might be able to get a pumpkin spice version of every single food in the world. The people at Kellogg's just announced that they'll be making pumpkin spiced Frosted Flakes this year. Hell yeah, those sound delicious. That's See, my, that's my favorite cereal. Didn't didn't don't you hate? To, didn't you just? Crash on the pumpkin spice thing? No, he no, likes no, it. I'm, I'm yeah. all about pumpkin Oh, that was spice. you that hates yeah, it. Same here. I'm not a fan of it either. But to it me, to you... me, eating this would be like eating a Yankee candle. Mm. I'm, I'm, pumpkin, <laughs> I'm pumpkin spice everything, man. If it's real pumpkin spice, then it's, it's not It's like that eating super... a candle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I agree. The the overdone, sweet, fake version, you're exactly right. It tastes like a candle. But when it's done right, it's done Well, they good. said this, this stuff should hit stores before the end of the summer. And according to a couple food bloggers who've got to test them out, they say they're really good. Hmm. The only question, why are they bothering to wait to release them? Kellogg's already kicked off the pumpkin spice season with Special K pumpkin spice crunch cereal. I've had that. That's delicious. That showed up in stores last week. All right. This just might be the most worthy successor of the cronut. Has anybody had a cronut? No. A croissant donut? We talked about it. I don't know if I've ever had one. Remember, it was the very hipster thing. There was this place in New York. Yeah, that they'd be a, like a two yeah. and a half Giant hour line. wait Wasn't to get it to a, the up. It was a spot in a in a subway ton- in a subway station. It was a wasn't small it? place. It was a small place, and I tried one, not one from that place, but it was okay. It was okay. <clears throat> I tried a cronut. Mm-hmm. It was it was all right. This so is- a chef in Australia just uh, just uh, created dough nugs, <laughs> which are fried chicken nuggets shaped like donuts. Then they add different toppings like a Dijon and cheese, chili flakes, and black salt. Wait a second. Fried fried chicken nuggets in the shape of a donut. Mm-hmm. So donut. it's chicken that's, rings. That's White Castle chicken rings. Yeah, yeah. It's the first thing I thought, too. They already the did that. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Ben done. Wow, you're right. Ben had that before. You are right. Look up donuts. They look terrific. That's an amazing word. Donuts. Yeah. Oh, that's different, though. Oh, that's huge. Oh, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Okay. I was that that's a plate size. There it is. Oh, it looks like it looks just like a donut. Donuts? Yeah, that's just a giant chicken ring. D-O-N-U-G-S. Why Castle has a case? It looks like exactly like a donut, only it's made of chicken. And it's got well, is that sauce or is that some sort of glaze? It's some sort of glaze. Are you talking about that? It's a Dijon. That is way different than the than the chicken rings. Yeah, that's it. Right but there. it's just a giant it's, version. It's a, gi- I know, it's just it's a giant yeah. version, yeah. That's what we're saying. Yeah, and and what's on the topping is like is Dijon and uh, and cheese, chili flakes, black salt. 
It looks good. I mean, yeah, I don't it does look it. good. Everything looks good though. Right now is prime time for me to be starving. Uh, if I order a pizza because I'm feeling too lazy to cook, it, it probably probably means I'm feeling too lazy to go do dishes or <laughs> maybe even get out of bed. This is genius. A pizza company called Boston Pizza, which is in Canada, confusingly enough, uh, just invented a pizza box that turns into a table. Okay. <laughs> so you just fold out a couple flaps and boom, you've got a nice little table for eating bed, uh, eating in bed or whatever. You see it? What's it called again? It's a it's a it's a pizza Boston table. Pizza table. Boston Pizza, thank you. Yeah. That looks I mean it's a cool idea if you think about it. I don't know whether American places are gonna start doing this, but they'd be stupid not to. Talk about lazy. I don't like eating in bed anyway, but I guess if you're gonna do it, this is a way. And speaking of pizza, maybe you've seen the commercials. Um Domino's Pizza just announced a plan to drive around the country and fix potholes. I couldn't believe that this was a real thing until I looked it up and said, holy crap, this is a real thing. Yeah, Maybe you've seen the way. commercials. I thought, it was, I thought it was a joke. They're framing it as a way to, quote, save pizza by giving a smoother ride to delivery drivers and people driving home with carryout. But really, it's just a smart marketing campaign that's promoting their pizza while simultaneously doing some real good. And they've already started fixing potholes and 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 Bartonville, Texas, and Milford, Delaware, and Athens, Georgia, and Burbank, California. And they're taking nominations on their website for a couple other towns to help at pavingforpizza.com. But not every town will get the uh, the Domino's paving crew. In some cases, they'll just you know send send the city some money. But I thought it was a clever marketing thing. Certainly, and I've sure. seen the commercials, and it made me go, huh? Just like that, huh? So another food news, I've got the results here of a new survey that found the most popular type of donut, fireworks, and porn in every state. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> it only found the most popular type of vegetable in every state. But it was tough to lead with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Kind of get hooked in. Uh, anyway, the people at a green giant asked 40... I'm sorry, 4,000 Americans to pick their favorite vegetable. And what do you think? The most popular vegetable in the country is... Green beans. Tomato. Corn. Broccoli. I knew it. Broccoli Broccoli. is the most popular vegetable in the country. Should have been green bean. Do you like canned green beans? Yeah. Or fresh. Oh, I don't like canned beans. I like fresh and I like canned. I like it all. Canned green beans are little... In the pan with some butter and yeah, yeah. Canned green beans are too mushy for me. I'm very, very, very picky when it comes to vegetables. I like so. my green beans a little al dente. Mm. Me too. Like I, this that is going to sound outside, crazy, right? Mm. This is going to this is going to yes. sound crazy, but I love wedding reception green beans. Do you? Because that's how they're usually cooked. Maybe some maybe some chunks of bacon in there. Oh yeah. Corn. Oh yeah. Corn is uh, the second most popular vegetable. Came first in nine states. Potatoes won uh, six states. See again, like those. I don't both, consider a potato. Both a corn and vegetable. When I hear those, I'm, both corn and potato. I'm like, I don't really consider that a vegetable. I don't consider either one of them rules. Either one of them. What? French fries. I don't consider that a vegetable. <laughs> well, it is. That's potatoes. Like you have French fries and a vegetable. You have ba- a baked potato and a vegetable. I mean, you can bake green beans too. It's still, a but green that's bean. a vegetable. 
Like that is botanically, they are considered a vegetable, yes, but, but they are considered I mean, it's, it's a, starch a starch when it comes to nutrition. It's, you know, you don't have rice and potatoes. You have you choose your starch. Is your starch going to be pasta? Is it going to be potatoes? Is it going to be rice? Yeah. That's Carrots. number three, huh? What happened? Potatoes is number three nationwide. Uh, yeah, potatoes one at six states. Corn is also one of those weird ones that it's classified as a vegetable, but it's also a grain. Yeah, depending on what form. So why don't you put that in the microwave and pop it? Uh, carrots, one in five states. String beans, one in only three states. And cucumbers. Love me a cucumber. Mm. One in two states. Peas, one one state. What? Peas only. I, I am not a pea guy. I, hate I, pea. Pea. I like I pea like, soup. I only like pea soup. I hate peas. only like pea really? soup. Oh, Give my, me some my, warm peas just covered in butter and nah. salt. My, my brother is a crazy person about peas. I like uh, the pea pods. Mm, yeah. Like you get in Chinese food. It's like yeah. snap peas? Snap peas. Good yeah, stuff. Good. Yeah, good stuff. But I don't like straight up peas. What state likes peas? Idaho. Surprisingly, wow. they were not potatoes. They've had enough of those. Idaho did not go with potatoes. They went with peas. And that means onions, green peppers, celery, spinach, and kale are not the most popular anywhere. Oh, in, Missouri, Come on. in Missouri, it is... Broccoli. Potatoes. Illinois, it's broccoli. Jeff Burton's favorite vegetable? <sighs> Probably broccoli. Steamed broccoli with some butter and salt on it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what my favorite is. Probably. Oh, you know what? Or the green beans made in the pan, fried with the butter. And the- I go back and forth between green beans and broccoli. I like but roasted bro- cauliflower. Yep. See, okay, oh, so yeah. my, mom, too, my mom... Boy, I got to take a day and a half off work. I've eaten more than four... <laughs> See, my four mom does this little mix where she takes broccoli and cauliflower, puts it on pan, does a little bit of bread crumbs, some salt, some pepper, some garlic powder, throws it in the oven for like an hour, and it gets kind of crispy, almost a little burnt. Dude, what is up? Let's do this. I like we went a little healthy as yeah. far as food news goes. That's Except good. for all that balance, butter. There. Balance. <laughs> uh, one final thing. And you know I was a big Anthony Bourdain fan. Yeah. And uh, I've talked about that extensively. I've talked about his book, Kitchen Confidential. That was, that was his 2000 memoir, Kitchen Confidential. And in his, in his book, he had listed a bunch of tips for people going out to dinner. Tips for diners. Again, this is all laid out in Kitchen Confidential. And I think it's, I think, in honor of his passing, I think maybe it's, 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 it's good we go over some of his tips. And this is from somebody who's worked in the, in the restaurant industry for many, many years. And maybe you've heard of some of these before. And this is all from Anthony Bourdain. Skip the fish specials on Mondays. You've said that many times through him. Sure, it's well-priced, but is it fresh? Doubtful. Since chefs get their seafood order for the weekend on Friday mornings, chances are that the Monday night tuna uh, you want has been kicking around in the kitchen since Friday morning. Yep. Under God knows what conditions. <clears throat> that rule also applies to certain types of sushi. Look that up. Just I don't want to ruin you know your what? favorite rules. Since you said that, and I'm, I'm a spicy tuna guy. Yeah, not anymore. No, but I the place I go to, <clears throat> yeah, it, it's not cut up. Okay. Like usually spicy tuna rolls will be all cut up, you know, and kind of mixed with something. And then wrapped in the rice. Yeah, you ruined that for me, by the way. I'm sorry. <laughs> you mean I helped you? Uh, he says, dine out during the week. 
Weekdays are for locals, weekends for tourists, and the pre-theater crowd. Unsurprisingly, chefs prefer cooking for the former. Bourdain suggests that Tuesdays are your best bet for fresh food, fish included, as that's when the good stuff comes in. When the kitchen is most relaxed and when the chef is serving up peak creativity. Tuesdays. Don't order meat well done. If not for the sake of flavor alone, then for the fact that you're effectively paying for the privilege of eating our garbage, he (laughs) says. He explains that cuts of particularly tough or old meat that would otherwise be trashed or served to the floor staff are set aside by cost-conscious chefs in a, quote, time-honored practice called Save for Well Done. Wow. Pork is safer and cooler than chicken. Unless you object to pork for religious reasons, Anthony Bourdain urges you to choose it over chicken, which, quote, bores the hell out of chefs. He also explains that chicken goes bad quickly and spreads salmonella when handled carelessly. With his uh, signature snark for those who play it safe, he states it occupies its ubiquitous place on menus as an option for customers who can't decide what they want to eat. Yep, I've heard that. I've heard that chefs sneer at uh, at chicken, but restaurants love it because their profit margin is the biggest. Mm-hmm. Most meals include a full stick of butter. Do as the French do and embrace it. This is why restaurant cooking tastes so much better, so much more decadent than a home-cooked meal, because few of us could stomach seeing just how much butter goes to, into a dish in order to make it even better than how your mama made it. And you guys like to cook at home just like I do. If you're cooking at home and you're, you know, you're using butters, use real butter. Yeah. It makes such a difference. He says in almost every restaurant worth patronizing, sauces are enriched with mellowing, emulsifying butter. Are you, are you saying use real butter instead of like margarine? Margarine's not good for you. Yeah, just use real butter for the taste and the health version or reasons. Bread gets recycled. No, not the eco-conscious kind of recycling. The bread served shortly after you sit down is often called from the uneaten leftovers of the sticky-fingered children crawling all over their parents a couple tables away. Buddy insists in in the book that uh, if the germs that may have been uh, breathed into the basket's general direction upset you, you might just as well avoid air travel or subways, equally dodgy environments for airborne transmission of disease. Eat the bread, he says. But don't be surprised if it came from somewhere else. Hmm. Another table. Avoid discount sushi. If this disclaimer doesn't put you off, his uh, warning should. I can't imagine a better example of things to be wary of in the food department than bargain sushi. That should be a no-brainer right there. Skip the mussels. While some restaurants may handle their mussels carefully, that was uh, rarely his experience in the kitchen. He says more often than not, mussels are allowed to wallow in their own foul-smelling pee-pee in the bottom of a region. And then he says, finally, be polite to your waiter. Waiters know the secrets of what's going on behind closed kitchen doors and might be just the one to tip you off on what not to order. Look at the waiter's face. He knows. (laughs) If he likes you, maybe he'll stop you from ordering a piece of fish he knows is going to hurt you. Dang. I really really do recommend that book. It's a good read. I'm gonna if you like the culinary world, 
Like the behind-the-scenes stuff, that is that is a book you'd enjoy. It's the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Proval cheese. Remember yesterday we chatted about a possible reunion reboot thingy for the nanny with Fran Drescher? Yeah. And those who are fans, those who don't remember, uh, those who may be looking forward to it, Lest we remind you, Fran Dresser's voice that you would be hearing once a week for 30 minutes on this program. It's almost, this- like, it's almost like Janice from Friends. Sorry. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is her talking about it. Peter and I are talking about we're working on a very big project that's going to be very exciting for the fans, but I'm not at liberty to announce it yet. What would they be up to today? Apparently? Our show would be the same characters 20 years later. We can't just pick up where we left off. But in a way, that could be really good because the show can have a whole fresh bend to it. Oh, my God. Hearing her voice. I mean, it's like she's trying to make it like that Hearing even more her than voice without is. seeing her speaking is odd. Yeah. And it also reminds you of, wow, there's a 58-year-old woman that smokes a, a, a ton of Virginia Slums. Yeah. You know, like she just like that's somebody that sits at the corner of the she, bar that's been there forever. I think she had cancer, didn't she? she really? Went, she went through oh, some kind of health scare. Look that up. And she's. I'm a fan. I like Fran Drescher. I think I she's too. funny. Another person who has a super annoying voice, and I'm a fan of hers, but only for small doses, is that comedian Michelle Wolf. She has got wow that annoying voice as well. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, right? she was the White House correspondence dinner. Yes, yeah, her. Party. Yeah, exactly. And I think she's funny, but you know, she just leans way too much on the political humor. But my God, that voice! Holy cow! Fran Drescher has something now. Her website is cancer schmancer. So cancer schmancer. Well, that's about right, dude. She was great in uh, UHF in uh, Weird Al's movie. Heard that? I've never seen the movie. You've never seen UHF? No, uh, I haven't. Oh, so Anybody else see that? Yeah. Uh, oh, I've seen it. Oh, I love it. That was uh that U- was one that should have it. done a lot better than it did, but it came out on came out when it was, was Star Wars or something? Oh, just a bad opening. It, it, was it came out on weekend. like one of the that up, biggest like, uh, openings ever. Oh, it, and it was bad. a tremendous bomb and actually put Weird Al, if if you could believe it or not, into like a big depression. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh yeah, because it only made two point two million. Michael Richards was in it. Nope. Stanley Spadowski, no? Um, oh, it's a great movie. I have it here. Yeah, what else here's, came out? Here's what came out. Uh, when Harry Met Sally. Kind of a big UHF, movie. UHF, Shag. Uh, that's the only big ones. Let me see what came out the week the week before and the week after. Yeah, maybe it was when Harry... Well, first of all, when Harry Met Sally, didn't that win an Oscar and some other yeah. things? Li- License to Kill came out. Journey to the Center of the Earth. See if it was the following weekend. The following weekend was Turner and Hooch. Oh, oh Friday movie. the 13th, Jason Takes Manhattan. Mm. <laughs> or maybe it was maybe it was a, pr- a couple weeks before, because if you think about it, Star Wars was probably big for a couple weeks. No, Star, there was no Star Wars. No, there was Wars, no Star Wars. Or not Star Wars. Um, it might have been Back to the Future or that's something what, like that. Well, okay, two weeks before, Lethal Weapon 2, Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, and of course, Ernest goes to Splash Mountain. Oh, there oh you go. That's, that's where everybody Ernest went. Ernest went to Splash Mountain? <laughs> Same demo. Is that after he got out of jail? By the way, I've never seen that <laughs> Is that, that after he went to jail, huh? I thought I saw all the Ernest movies. I'd never and seen that And after he saves Christmas? There's probably 12 of them we haven't even Ernest heard of. I Ernest went to Splash Mountain. Honestly. I had no idea. Ernest went straight to VHS. Remember that movie? Ernest P. Warrell. 
Leah Remini, she is still doing Leah Remini, Scientology, and the Aftermath. If you guys have ever watched that, that's pretty yes. fascinating. fascinating. Uh, season three is going to be on uh, this fall. But now, Miss Remini, the Remster, as I call her, will star in a new sitcom, follow me here, about a woman, her ex-husband, and her new wife, who all work together to raise a family in middle America. Her ex-husband will be played by... Kevin James. Are you kidding? No, that's not it. But wouldn't that be hilarious? Mm. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Kevin James's His brother, brother, Gary Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be her new uh, her new TV show. So we'll see. Uh, the showrunners behind uh, Star Trek Discovery on CBS All Access developing another Star Trek. Well, more content for CBS is going to be new shows and or miniseries, that sort of thing. And according to one rumor, guess who's coming back on one of the shows? Is it... John Luke Picard. It's very, very possible that's the rumor. He may have kind of stoked the fires on that uh, rumor. I'm curious if you've seen our latest uh, version of Star Trek, the new series on Netflix, and what you made of that. I, oh, you mean the series, yeah. not the movie, because there's a new movie yeah. due out yeah. very soon. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't, but I may have good cause to look at it very soon. Huh. Hmm. Harrison Ford sounds weird. It really does. <laughs> not <laughs> Sir Patrick Stewart. <laughs> One of my, I've said this before, but one of my all-time favorite uh, guests when I used to watch the late-night shows, like especially Letterman and shows like that, Martin Short. He's that guy, when he's a guest on a talk show, he brings it, he brings it hard. Steve Martin's the same way. But that's, that's really all Martin Short does. <clears throat> he's a guest on a show. But yeah, and he's making a pretty decent living at it, I'd imagine, right? So he, I, I would imagine. Is he? I mean... I don't know. I think he's doing okay. I, I think he's doing all right, but he never really had anything. Well, now, I mean, he's got that tour with Steve Martin. Yeah, but that's he's in his sixties. Yeah. What did Martin Short really have? Well, there's the what was the Captain not Captain Jim Captain Ron movie? Okay, yeah, he had a good movie. That career. one. Yeah, I mean, he's, he had a, yeah, we're talking Three Amigos. Decent, yeah, yeah, I mean, that, but that was in the eighties. Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I know. I mean, the Saturday Night Live in the seventies and early eighties. You crashing on Martin Short? No, I love Martin Short. That, that dude. I can't believe you hate Martin Short. I love Martin Short. Is it, is it just people with the name Martin? Is that what it is? No, it was. Oh, you it hate was, Kilcoin. He Martin never. Kilcoin. He never carried anything on his own. Uh, yeah, and which is crazy because he's one of the few that could in a thousand but different facets. Never did. I don't know. It why. was always Chevy um, Chase did. It was yep. Mar- uh, Steve Martin did. Yeah. He was in a movie called. Um, Even him in uh, the, the the wedding movie, The Father of the Bride. He but, was the. The you wedding know, planner. You know awesome. who he is? Was he in Inner Space? He's John Lovitz. Yeah. Yeah. Martin Short is John Lovitz. But with more John talent. Lovitz is hysterical. John Lovitz has had a few things where he's been the main character, but John Lovitz is always that guy that's in a movie with somebody else. Yeah, but yeah. John Lovitz is not in that many movies. Martin Short is in a lot of movies, but never the main guy. Yeah, he's never at the top of the list on IMDb. Yeah, okay, then, the then what about what about uh, Rob Space? Schneider? Martin Short was in Inner Space was the guy that Dennis Quaid was injected into. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, that's a hell of a role. Important role, yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. But that was a Dennis Quaid movie. So as yeah, as Patrico was talking, he and uh, Steve Martin are doing a tour now, and they were on Kimmel. <laughs> it's a great story. Him, Steve Martin, and Tom Hanks get together and have drinks and do their prep the night before the three of them do colonoscopies. Oh, boy. You guys and Tom Hanks, you get together every other year for a colonoscopy party. We, we, we're very excited. We go to Steve's house around 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. the night before. We call it colonoscopy eve in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then, uh, and it's catered. There's jello. You know, there's not much you can, you have to purge all day. Yeah. yeah. And then we 
The and night. I wanted to make it nice, you know, yeah. so I got candles. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized they were way too wide and they should have been tapered. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> but no, and then what's shocking is with Steve, you know, he's a wealthy man. <laughs> Who would think he would have one bathroom? I mean, that was... <laughs> I mean, by 10 p.m., the bathroom looks like day 14 of a carnival cruise. You know? oh. <laughs> oh, it's gross. <laughs> Just love his stories on, old, on those old uh, TV shows or but, those old uh, uh, talk shows. I know we did the Jiminy Glick thing. Remember yeah. Jiminy Glick? Yeah, the, uh, yeah. The movie critic, but that was yeah. Comedy Central. And that was two years. It's like he was a decade late or a decade earlier. So he's one of those like vaudeville guys that does stage so well and he, he does, does everything. comedy so well and he does this. You know why he's I sing, hate him? Yeah, he used to sing on Letterman He's the, all the Jose time. Okendo of uh, <laughs> He of really is. It's the secret you, weapon of Hollywood. I've said <laughs> this before. Wherever. <laughs> you know why I hate Martin Short? That damn ride on Bush Gardens, Akbar's Magic Carpet Ride, made me throw up all over the place, you jerk. Oh, that's right. I'll never forget you. I'll never forget or forgive, ever. Blink Martin it, Short. Blink-182 postponed their Las Vegas residency shows recently scheduled for, uh, well, scheduled coming up. And this is because Travis Barker blood clots, you guys, in his arms and cannot play until the doctor says it's cool. So they were scheduled to perform a series of shows in Vegas uh, at the uh, Pearl Concert Theater there uh, this weekend. Next weekend, I believe, is what it was supposed to be. And they also have dates scheduled for October, September, and November. He was released from an L.A. area hospital on Monday evening. Then he was readmitted yesterday morning. He went in late last week. Doctors discovered he had blood clots in both arms. Situation a little more complicated now. He's also battling a staph infection and something called cellulitis, which is an infection of the skin, in addition to these clots. So doctors are monitoring to see how he responds to the blood thinners, make sure the clots don't go to his heart or his lungs. I think that's one of those things where, you know what, man? Slow down. Take some time off. You don't have to do everything. Right. Agreed. Just your health is the most important thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Pardon me. You'd be surprised as to how much crap he, he got online for for, for postponing for shows. Oh, Because dude. people suck. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Oh, man, I'd have bought my ticket. To, you want the guy to die on stage? They do. They would yeah. rather him die on stage. Yeah. And then sell the ticket. People rarely know what's going on when they comment on social media. You're kidding. Well, no, you'd be surprised as to how kidding. stupid people actually are to the facts. Huh. Ignorant <laughs> to the facts. You don't say. Ignorant to the facts. <laughs> Next. Brand new. It happens. Chrissy Teigen. Oh. We all know her. You, you gotta to warn to me. Her. That's I'm a bravery alert. Is so, really so brave alert. So brave. She's either helping with the lovemaking or, in essence, burning down John Legend's favorite nightclub because she took to Instagram to share that she is now doing all at one time a face mask, sporting a heating pad around her neck, and steaming, steaming her vag. I thought that's not good for you. But, but, but it's on the website. The it's goop? On, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she uh, captioned that shot, uh, and, and this is what she said. To her 18 million followers, by the way, face mask, heat pad, vagina steam. No, I don't know if any of this works, but it can't hurt, right? Vagina. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. I thought it's, I thought it, it's supposed to uh, kill like the good bacteria there. I think that that's maybe a possibility, but all the moisture that builds up. Stop it. It's not supposed to be good down there. Yeah, it that like word kills either. the good bacteria. This. Build up? <laughs> the flora, if you would. I don't yes, know. the flora, exactly. Yeah. So there's a concerned follower and doctor and friend of hers said that it's a scam and it could uh, be potentially harmful. So don't go steaming that particular thing. Is there a steamer that is actually sold? 
Yeah. Yeah, it's, I think oh, the goop it, it talked about it or something to that effect. Yeah. Uh crappy birthdays. Brian Wilson, 76, Lionel Richie, 69, John Goodman, 66, Nicole Kidman is 51, and today's Burton birthday of the day. The Cuban American, you know him from this old house. Back from 79 to 89, Bob Vila, 72 Where years old. I think he's Cuban. I was just gonna say I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that you know it, you look at him, you go, I can't yeah. I, that was the same way I was this yeah. morning when what I saw him. Was- hiding behind that beard, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> today's point birthday which is being brought to you by patricia's where fun and fantasy meet is tamara wild today's birthday girl loves basketball or at least really loves the hardwood and has proven it in 215 fine films including butt man's face dance <laughs> tales from the zipper anal cry babies <laughs> a shaver among us and who can forget her unforgettable role in what's that smell tamara wild 48 years old that's your porno birthday crappy birthday and that is your crap on celebrities the risotto show traffic and weather so she's steaming her uh, her her lady parts. You got it. Just, I mean, just wash it. See, uh, you walk in the house, you go, "What are we, are we having? Uh, lobster tonight?" The Rizzuto Show. Ooh, man, I've just, I'm just giving it my all. I can't give no more, guys. I appreciate that, so man. I really do. I'm gonna, a little bit more. I'm gonna call it. All right. I'm gonna call it right now. We're done. Got to plug back in, recharge. We'll be back at it tomorrow. I promise, guys. All right, big thanks to King Scott for the blog and the podcast. Yeah, man. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz Moon, the recap. Guy gets pulled over for driving drunk, chugs the beer in his hand (laughs) right there. We, uh... Well, let's see. We have uh, Lincoln's Top Hat. That's up for auction now. So if you've got a couple, two, three dollars, you might be able to get that. Canada becomes the second nation in the world to legalize marijuana. Uh, Can you fly with weed you bought legally? We have the answer and all the legalities for you in case that is a question in your mind. That's all on the blog, 1057thepoint.com slash blah, 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 with a whole bunch of other stuff. We got sports, we got crap on celebrities, plus we have a must-see picture of a guy with a gun tattoo on his forehead. You're never going to guess what he was arrested for. Hmm. We also put that picture up on our socials, the uh, the Instagram, the Facebook, the Twitter, at Riz Show. So make sure you're following us. Man, some bad decisions in that man's life. A little bit. Not even a good tattoo. You got to check it out. Uh, Patrico, video of the day. Video theme continues all about marathon fails, and this is the story of, what was her name? Uh, Rosie Ruiz? Ruby Ruiz? Oh, Rosie Ruiz, yeah. Rosie Ruiz, the uh, marathon cheater back from 1980. It's a great little video that explains how she did it and everything. Check it out. 1057thepoint.com slash you ain't gonna win. Yeah, she, did she take the subway? Yeah. Crazy. She took the train. <laughs> she finished like record time. Like, man, do you, do you didn't even sweat. All right, tomorrow, Craigslist Freak of the Week. John Patrico's here. Three brand new ads for you. <laughs> Plus, uh, we'll give out tickets to go see Panic of the Disco before you could buy them. Uh, AWOL Nation tickets and tickets to go see Social Distortion over at Pops. Events to, uh, events to tell you about uh, Friday, myself and Jeff, Hot Shots, St. Charles for the next Miss Hot Shots competition. And then on Saturday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. is the next Point Blood Drive down at Hoods in Old Town Fenton. All right, we'll leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. We're shouting out Liz Bailey one more time. Yes. She has been such oh, a great Liz. addition to the team, hasn't so far, she? I mean, so far she has. She wants to hear this, this song from these guys. All right, Donnie Fandango is next. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.